0: This is
1: the Troll Patrol, live, with Justin
2: Freakin'. Special election coverage graphics. We're getting ready to, I thought, I thought this was going to be the last debate of the GOP presidential primary season. Apparently not, apparently ABC has one scheduled. And then there's talk of another one. I think by CNN, you can tell it's really bright in here. It's not usually this bright in uh, freaking Casa here. It's because CNN is blasting on my gigantic ass TV over here. (laughs) Wait till you guys see the setup I got for you. Wait till you see the setup I got for you. Now, I... Unfortunately, I thought this shit was going to be everywhere, right? I thought I was going to be able to take like an RNC stream of the debate from Rumble. I thought I was gonna be able to take like the Trump stream from Rumble. You can see when CNN went black, how dark it got in here. Cancel Justin, indeed. I got Anderson Cooper yakking at me. But apparently, all this shit is like exclusive to CNN, exclusive to Fox, so that means we're gonna have to say goodbye to YouTube uh, before the before the top of the hour. Sorry, I'm, I I hate that. I apologize. I don't like having to say goodbye to YouTube. I'm having to adjust my levels here. That looks like th- that looks like that's good. This stupid ass board. I got. fucking shit. Hold on. I'm still pegging it. Not that kinda of, Not that kind of pegging. You people live in sexual anarchy. Where the fuck is it at? There we go. You live in sexual anarchy? Am I am I rusty now that I don't do this every night? Maybe, maybe, who knows? Hold on, let's let's do the meme of the day and then I can show you guys the setup we've got. Trump! indict Biden if he wins election just like how he indicted Hillary come on man now I do have to say I first of all I wanted to start off the show by ranting about the fact that I think I fucked up my Fu Manchu I shaved at the last minute. It's looking looking better now. When I, was, well, I guess on the camera, like when I was inspecting it in the mirror after I shaved. It really looked like I fucked it up. See, there was a lot of gray. There was a lot of gray and I started hacking. And then I think I fucked up my Fu Manchu. So I, I ended up, I, I go to shave at the last possible moment that I could. We're preparing for this stream. And then when I came in, what would have been my time to prepare what that news be doing for the hour that we're gonna spend before the presidential debate, I actually had to come up with a way to show you guys the presidential debate, the Fox Town Hall, because both of them are exclusive to CNN and Fox. So once again, just like on New Year's, I had to sign up for a free trial of CNN, or a free trial of YouTube TV. That's how I did it on New Year's. Now you may say, well on New Year's it fucked up and you couldn't show us anything. Is that gonna happen tonight? No, no it is not going to happen tonight. I got my free trial of YouTube TV and then I went to Fox News' website and signed in using my YouTube TV. Then I went to CNN and signed in. What the fuck is this you say? In the top left corner, that will be where former President Donald Trump will be giving his town hall at nine o'clock. The bottom right hand corner, that is where the Republican presidential debate will take place on CNN. In 56 minutes, you can see the countdown. On the far right, or at least for me, the far right, we will have Tim Poole. We will have Tim Poole, who will have Vivek Ramaswamy. We I have all all of the feeds ready to go. We can. The The chat is going to decide who we're going to watch what audio we're going to take? Trump town hall, the vague on with Tim Pool, Republican debate. All three of them, and 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 let's say let's say we are watching the Trump town hall. We're on Fox watching the Trump town hall, and perhaps you guys want to know what is going on on the other two. Boom, boom. Street Daddy has you covered. This is, this is the best way to watch all of the coverage tonight. Unfortunately, we're going to have to say goodbye to our friends on YouTube. YouTube not going to get to experience. The triad of troglodytes is what I think I called it earlier. But that, that is the nine o'clock hour. Warlord, Flash, DJ Dub, good evening. Tones, Tones, I'm so glad to see you tonight. Libertad, hell yeah. This is, buckle up buggeroos. It's gonna be a wild night. We're in for a wild ride. Shelly, good evening. We we should start uh, we should start getting our lettuces ready because I do believe the Republican uh the, the Freedom Cock is gonna be uh, tossing Speaker Johnson very soon. Now, we will be here tomorrow night, tomorrow night, our normal freak time. Thursday nights, Sunday night's the new Troll Patrol time going forward, but I'll be here with you on special occasions, like tonight, when we have Triad of Troglodytes. Vivek on with Tim Pool, Donald Trump on Fox News. Chris Christie and... No, not Chris Chris Christie dropped out. I'm sorry. We're going to get to that. We got, a little, we got a little news. Find out what it be doing before we get to Republican debate. We got to talk about Hunter Biden's dick. Because <laughs> Hunter Biden got some big dick energy going on with what he pulled today. The get down, again, the House subpoenaed Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden showed the fuck up, would not testify behind closed doors. Where where do we want to start here? We we we're, we're going to get comments from Hunter spoke to the Guys what Jesse, that's what Jesse Waters is talking about on Fox. Because of course he is. We're on Sunday and Thursday nights. Sunday and Thursday nights going forward and special nights like tonight. Apparently, the House erupted when Hunter Biden made his appearance.
3: Thank you, Mr. Chairman, uh, Chairman Comer. Um, First of all, my first question is who bribed Hunter Biden to be here today? That's my first question. Um, Second question, you are the epitome of white privilege. Coming into the Oversight Committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls to come up here.
2: Once again, once again, he was more than willing to be deposed in public. He didn't want to be behind closed doors, which is a fantastic move. What, what lying sacks of shit the Republicans are. Mr. Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry.
3: Mr. Chairman, um, the
2: if the lady wants to hear
4: from
5: games. Hunter Biden, we can hear from him right now, Mr. And chairman. Let's take a, a vote advice. and hear from Hunter I'm Biden. Speaking. What are, are you women afraid are of? Hold on, hold on. What? Order, what? order. order. order.
0: Are, are women face, allowed face. to speak
3: in here or no? Are women allowed to speak in here or no? You keep interrupting me.
5: I'll interrupt the chairman. I don't know that he's a lady.
3: I think that Hunter Biden should be arrested right here, right now, and go straight to jail. Our nation is fed. Wow. Come on!
1: Come on! And the
3: premise come that on. the law applies equally on, to everyone, no oh, matter what uh, your last. Point
1: of case, order, Mr. Chairman. Uh, point of order. it Doesn't order.
3: matter who you are.
1: Point of order,
6: Mr. Chairman. Biggs over, over here. Donald
7: Trump Jr. Biggs
6: over here. State your point, Mr. Biggs. Yeah, my, my point of order is this: Are we going to continue on with with this blatant interruption? It, this this <laughs> is absurd and inappropriate. I intend to give my statement. I don't intend to have anybody interrupted. I'm not going to interrupt your statements. I think you should have decorum and courtesy and don't act like a bunch of nimrods. You just interrupted a woman. And, and that's five, you know. I got, I can got we, permission. Can we agree I did, everyone has Mr. five chairman. minutes? Can we agree? Point, point of order again. The assertion that I interrupted was absolutely false. That's typical of the gentleman who spoke it. I got permission to speak from the chairman. I spoke. I was interrupted yet again uh, by the gentleman who doesn't choose to go through the chair and follow proper order. I encourage us. I uh, I, I think if we're going to have any respect at all, we need to have proper decorum. Well, you're okay. well said. Nobody respects you. Like to finish. The rules are everyone's going to be recognized for five minutes. Anyone that wants to be recognized will be recognized for five minutes. Miss Mace has four minutes and 13 seconds left chair recognizes miss Mace.
3: it does not matter who you are where you come from or who your father is or your last name yes i'm looking at you hunter biden as i'm speaking to you you are not above the law at all the facts in this case are crystal clear this committee used and issued a lawful subpoena to hunter biden a critical witness in this committee's investigation into biden family good evening Hunter Biden and his lawyers did not claim privilege of any kind because clearly- Yes, Hunter has a
2: nimrod.
3: the legitimacy of our reasons for issuing this subpoena, no reasons, because they clearly are legitimate. And yet, he refused to comply. Uh, Trump's family members, Don Trump Jr., he uh, he did not defy a congressional subpoena. He showed up multiple times for multiple depositions for several hours um in doing so you know hunter biden broke the law he did so deliberately you did so flagrantly you showed up on the hill on the senate side the day of that congressional subpoena to defy it and spit in the face of this committee that's what you did the question the american people are asking us is What is Hunter Biden so afraid of? Why can't you show up for a a congressional deposition? You're here for a political stunt. This is just a PR stunt to you. This is just a game that you are playing with the American people. You're playing with the truth. Um, Hunter Biden wasn't afraid of oh,
2: psychological money. projection he the
3: highest bidder when he was in elected office. He wasn't afraid to trade on the Biden brand, peddle influence and share those ill-gotten gains with members of his family, including Joe Biden. He wasn't afraid to compromise the integrity of the presidency and vice presidency by involving Joe in shady business deals with our foreign adversaries. But Hunter Biden, you were too afraid to show up for a deposition and you still can't today. Um, I believe that Hunter Biden should be held completely in contempt. I
2: believe you need a titty slap.
8: A titty It wasn't long ago, my friends <laughs> on the other side of the aisle,
3: Come on, um, huh? that you also believed in the, the power of a congressional subpoena. Not long ago at all, you believed in holding those who refused to comply with congressional subpoena accountable. And I stood with each and every one of you. I am the only member in this room today who has held a member of my own party in contempt of Congress for not showing up for a subpoena. Jim
2: Jordan's still in contempt, isn't he?
3: ...hypocrisy on the other side of the aisle. The ranking member of this committee even so eloquently put it, the lesson is, please tell your children out there in America, if you get a subpoena to go before Congress, go. You have a legal responsibility to do so. So the hypocrisy is stunning. What are we to tell our children today? Paul say with a straight face. As the only member of this committee to vote to hold a member of contempt of my own party, let me be clear, this should not be a partisan issue. If Congress issues a subpoena, you show up, period. This is not a responsibility we take lightly. It brings no joy for us to do this, but the president's son broke the law and must be held accountable in the same way anybody else would. I urge my colleagues on both sides of the aisle to do so. And my last, last message to you, Hunter Biden you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes.
9: And Will yeah. the gentle lady yield for a question? Will the gentlelady yield? Will my friend yield from South Carolina? Sure. You're only um, going to be on um, Rumble. I want to commend the gentlelady who was the only Republican who stood up uh, and voted to hold in contempt the Republican members of the House who blatantly and categorically refused to comply with subpoenas that came from the bipartisan january 6th committee i would like to ask my friend ms mace from south carolina um, whether she's aware of all the case law which says that the committee has to engage in good faith interaction with the witnesses they've called and they're supposed to arrive at a solution and what do you think about the fact that the chairman on multiple occasions gave this witness the opportunity to come before the full committee
2: tim pool being live
3: we issued a congressional and i know with your constitutional law background you know exactly what that means and he should have showed up and because of your vote and because of your statements you should be voting to hold hold this man in contempt of congress today right now if you're going to be consistent on your own policies and your own words
2: i was i was on his channel what the hell i was that is not live is it What
10: the hell? For the future of the country, you know who the Detroit field office head was at the time of the alleged Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot. Are you guys is this something you've talked about before, or not really? I think I
2: I've I've talked talked was about pretty about. sure I was on the yeah, this is this is the Tim IRL or whatever Nexus, the fuck it's kind of an
10: underbelly in our law enforcement.
2: So the Gretchen Whitmer
10: kidnapping plot actually began as a plot to storm the Capitol in the state
2: of Michigan we're getting real conspiracy well, you know, theory over here aren't we people at the FBI putting
10: people up to this poor guys one of them was actually supposedly getting hot water from a Mexican restaurant across the street these are people who are not doing well in their life
2: who they've oh I was on his main channel One dollars
10: credit what? cards with $5,000 limits to go buy munitions and otherwise to so initially what began as a plot to storm the Capitol, but eventually ended up being a plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer a good number of the people who were captured here. Like, we're talking about a high proportion of them.
2: I'm not ready. I'm not ready for this shit. We, We have other Hunter Biden to talk about. Apparently, like, it got crazy again when Marjorie Taylor Greene spoke in front of Congress during this whole Hunter Biden fiasco earlier today.
3: Chairman, I yield my time back to the chair. Four seconds.
2: Four seconds.
6: Three, two. All right. Time's expired.
11: Mr. Chairman, I ask unanimous unanimous consent to enter information for the record.
6: What's the information? Oh, very I take the information. Hunters dick again.
9: The, the minority has not provided a copy of the material for the record. In the past, she's displayed pornography. Is pornography allowed to be, or pornographic photos allowed to be displayed in this committee room, Mr. Chairman?
11: It's not pornography.
9: Okay, well, you're the expert. To, Ooh, your I'm
11: time. not an expert, Mr. Raskin. He like it.
0: Mr. Um, Chairman, this,
6: I object
1: uh, to the this is, uh, You live Mr. in is
0: sexual anarchy? anarchy. All, 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 all you I
1: need object. is one objection.
6: We need decorum. We're gonna, I'm going to let the lady stay, and then if you... Deck still will go from there,
9: Mr. Chairman. Don't we have the opportunity to review the material before I reclaim it's my time?
11: I reclaim He's the oversight chair, Mr. Chair. I reclaim my time. I'd like to enter for the record an excerpt from
2: oh, uh, god, they got Candace Owens too.
11: Statement that's Mr. Chapman, public in regards Jack. to Hunter Biden <laughs> Mr. and his bank accounts him. in his payments, Mr. Mr. Chairman. I object okay. to the chair, styrofoam chair. board, it's not a uh, document. Reclaiming order,
6: reclaiming order, reclaiming order. We'll.
11: Clearly, Democrats today don't want the truth to come out.
9: Mr. Chairman, But but this just means that any member will be able to add to their five minutes by putting on a display of. Mr.
11: Chairman, I'd like to enter for the record. I think of all members from a a bank report that shows. Can we get some order here? Mr. Chairman, where are
6: we in the. Uh, okay, okay. we'll. Let's hold off on this. There's. Several objections. We're going to talk staffs between each other, and then we'll we'll go from there. But I understand. I think what you're saying is from the laptop.
11: Uh, someone on this committee accused me of revenge porn, and I have a right to respond to that. And I'd like to interrupt. Within the, the
9: rules minutes. of the committee, go go. everyone, for Mr. Chairman,
11: this is this is important evidence for the record, uh, and it, it it pertains to our investigation into into Joe Biden. And, and Hunter Biden. And this comes so from... do it behind closed it
12: doors, doors. Comes, like you do it. The action.
11: Action.
6: It doesn't appear to be bad, but you ought but to... Be no, Mr.
11: Sherman, she's got Is nine factors the there.
6: there. Does she get an additional
9: five but minutes or ten minutes? I,
11: I don't understand how any of you has, okay. who support the well, what's genital the mutilation the order? Okay, okay, okay.
0: okay.
6: Whoa! We're going to reclaim
13: order here. We're going to we'll
6: suspend and let the staff discuss the evidence from the, the laptop being entered into the record. Uh, Chair now recognizes Mr. Fallon from Texas. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Yeah, so. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh. We suspend, so we need to stop for a moment. Okay, hold on. We'll get this. Y'all going to discuss? You want to go?
2: Well, clearly her, her little boards are for Fox News clips or, or, or social media right. posts. Right. She's not a serious person.
7: get
0: the request,
2: stay what it is, and you put it in. Why you gotta turn the mics off for? There's more of this. Don't forget, coming up at the top of the hour, Vagra Swami on with Tim Pool, which is already started. and They got Candace Owens as well. They they took the audio away. Bottom right hand corner, you can see the CNN feed that will uh, be showing us the Republican presidential debate. Also have Fox News and the Trump town hall. I'm going to let you guys decide when you guys tell me which uh, which feed to take. You can say check in with Trump. Flip it back to the debate. Go to Tim Pool. You guys are in control. Still no audio from our congressional hearing from earlier in the day. This video's got like fucking four minutes left in it. So surely something else happens. Microphone back on, Comer. I know what's going on. Don't make me have to flip back over to Tim Pool.
4: People of a similar or same ideology, in fact, many of these people do coordinate... Engaged in an insurrection. Now, of course, we can calm down and say a bunch of extremist activists riding in the streets. No insurrection. Oh, fair point. Then neither was the
2: Capitol.
14: Well, what about what? Brett Kavanaugh? Is anybody alive for the Brett Kavanaugh hearings? Do you remember them storming in, going into senators' offices? Does it, I mean, I'm telling you, DC. And nobody cared until January 6th happened. This was like a routine thing that was happening to get their ideas across. They were doing sit-ins. They were walking in, you know, in the halls uninvited. They couldn't get these people out. I mean, it's just crazy to think that suddenly... Patachondria! ...on January 6th, and it's hard to imagine... That the feds were not in on it when we know we
2: have all always- the Fox News Trump town hall going to be one, 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 one thing because I think the left hand corner two,
10: both are interest. But there's I think there's two different points of both that are interesting, but
2: With the CNN Republican presidential this, debate down the right might
10: risk us missing the real plot here, which is. One is: Did we have we applied the different standard of rule of law? The
2: vague, salty that he wasn't invited to the CNN debate. BLM, you name it. If you have a left
10: wing ideology, it was a mostly peaceful protest. You ignore it. That's that's a glaring point, and what to be called out. And I think that there can be no uh, you
2: deserve to be called out because I can point out that most of the violence in 2020 came from right wing groups. Right wing right wing groups were prosecuted for it. Significant in terms of the number of people.
10: In terms of. Yeah, I some of the video footage of the mainstream media picked out. But I think what's significant about it is we don't know what actually caused those Looking people... Looking good in my beanie. They did. Was it really the government instigating something that otherwise didn't exist? No! You dipshit! ...to achieve a national security state's revival that had otherwise receded over the course of 20 years since the post-9-11 period. And so maybe I've just... What I actually think ...is going on here. But that's what I think the facts suggest is there was... A
2: reason for these people to know. He just said that anti police protests were some kind of government plot to reinstitute a police state that had receded. What a
10: dipshit. These are two different standards, two different bad things, yes. But this was, I think, a very serious forethought exercise in accomplishing something. And unless we see through it, first step when you see a problem is to name it. Unless we do that, they are going to accomplish what they set out to accomplish. That's what I believe.
4: I'd like to jump to some breaking.
2: No, unfortunately. Else, and then we'll get into some core issues that are happening. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to say goodbye to our our YouTube followers. I didn't, I didn't realize that this debate and the t- town hall, they aren't being broadcast on the internet. Which makes me think I'm going to get a takedown. So we're gonna have to say goodbye to YouTube when we come up on nine o'clock. But I do have Fox News and CNN ready to go. We're gonna be on Kick and we're gonna be on D Live. Kick and D Live. Back to Tim Pool. I'm gonna. I'm going to pour some no, coffee. Not right now. I can't even hear it on the headphones.
4: Okay. Well, we can't play it. Okay, they are having technical difficulties. Yeah, I've, I've heard it. We've heard, <laughs> it. You've heard it. We've all heard it. So I want to yeah. clarify some things because in the tweet that went... Uh, that's what I was getting ready to play. It says, Chris Christie says Nikki Haley is, quote, going to get smoked and you and I both know it. She's not up to this. In regards to
2: Trump, Christie says Ronda Sant... That's what I was getting ready to play because that's, that's what we are missing out on. In terms of the news of the day, Chris Christie dropping out just hours ago, was caught on a hot mic disparaging his opponents in the primary.
8: I want to bring into our conversation NBC correspondent Ali Vitale. Ali Vitale, I haven't seen you in about 15 minutes. What have your two phones told you in that time? (laughs)
14: <laughs> too long for us to be apart from each other Alicia but it's good because at least I was able to get on the Chris Christie campaign's official live stream of course his event because we're looking at the other side of the screen right now hasn't started but that doesn't mean that he's not talking in fact as our team was listening to the beginning of the live stream it appears that there was some kind of a hot mic moment where Christie was talking about effectively the impact of him getting out of the race and what that impact could be on the other contenders this is all coming together in just the last few minutes but one of the- the things that we overheard is that Christie said DeSantis called him, in Christie's words, petrified, and that at another point in this brief hot mic moment before the event has started, Christie said to whoever he was talking to, "You and I both know it. She's not up to this," referencing Nikki Haley, and at another point, saying that she was
2: still. Do we not, do we so we not get to hear it
14: from Trump in states like? New-
2: why didn't Why didn't you play it? We've got the audio, don't we?
14: talked about it a little bit ago in the show in which he was apparently talking presumably about nikki haley saying suggesting that again presumably her could get smoked let me play a little bit of that hot mic moment now for people
9: spent 16 million so far 59 million by desantis and we spent 12. i mean who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment you know and she's gonna get smoked and you and i both know it she's not up to this she hasn't even been He's still twenty points behind Trump in the Hampshire,
2: right? Yeah, oh and, yeah. And he's going to—he's still going to carry Iowa, right? Yes. Oh, oh, the polls are insane. DeSantis called me,
9: Ooh, so petrified that, that, that probably, I would—he's probably
2: getting out after Iowa. Well, I—I pre- I predicted he wouldn't make it to Iowa. Someone—someone someone around Christie said he was probably getting out uh, after Iowa. I—DeSantis makes it to Iowa. I was only like two weeks away. So I guess he could limp to it. This is the 538 aggregate poll. Trounced. DeSantis, Haley, Ramaswamy are all being trounced by Donald Trump. Shut up, fake Horse race
10: between Donald Trump and a puppet who they can control. I believe that's Nikki Haley. Eliminate Trump from contention. And then trot in their controllable puppet into the White House. That's the game that's hiding in plain sight. And I think everybody's falling for it, actually. I don't think they're falling for it.
2: That's a stupid conspiracy oh, theory
14: the polls or the the news organizations they keep telling us Nikki is surging and it's so obvious if you speak to people that she's not. After every single debate they're like, put the Tim won. on. She's not even third place in terms yeah. of who won. And they're trying to convince us it's every time. Yeah. a full propaganda effort Absolutely. when it comes to Nikki Haley. And you're right. Um, I think the part it's they're falling sinister, for it's pretty sinister what they're doing, but the people I don't think are falling for
10: the it. only part that I'm worried the people are falling for is some idea that this system is literally going to somehow stop short of literally stopping at nothing to keep donald trump away from
12: the white house you think is it trump or is it the what he represents the methodologies that he's used like canceling the trans-pacific partnership kind of isolationist mentality
10: i think the third rails there are definitely foreign policy i think ending the war in ukraine on the terms that either i or trump have suggested definitely hits the third rail i think the preservation of the national security state is a third rail those are the two big ones the preservation of the national security bureaucracy at home you can talk about the anti-woke stuff the transgender stuff yeah, I mean, we do have disagreements on the partisan basis, but that's all fine. It's mostly a deflection, actually. It's almost a convenient fact that Nikki Haley occasionally gets to say things that pay homage to the anti woke movement. I don't think she has Anti woke. At least it's part of the cover. The, the real third rails are foreign policy. Keep the interventionist, neoliberal, neoconservative worldview yours, of the U.S. as the hegemon worldists. that actually gets people to cut we'll it on the see who, at home, who The likes of the John Boltons and the Nikki Haleys. Right. And then, third rail is the national security state at home. But I think in Donald Trump's case, I think that they've, they've convinced themselves that with this man in particular, he is so dangerous to the future. He's demonstrated himself to be their words, you know, their, their view, not mine, that they have to and have a moral duty to this country. And when you believe you have a moral duty to do something, then you're bound by your more subordinate moral constraints because there's the everyday moral norms you operate against. But if you think it's about the future existence of humanity or a nation, then those ordinary constraints no longer apply. And I think that's the mode this system is now in. The Ordinary constraints are, okay, you let people on a ballot. Not anymore. You don't prosecute people for made-up crimes, especially in the middle of a presidential Not election. anymore! And if they've ratcheted up each of those times and none of those things work, I just... Then the Constitution! The the system, nothing. Whatever it takes to take Trump out after they've narrowed it down to a two-horse race between Trump and Haley, which in turn is why I'm in this till the very end. And I think that we have a responsibility to this country to make sure that that plot doesn't play out. They're selling us the rope today that they'll use to hang us tomorrow. That's what's happening. And I don't want people in, in our movement to fall for the other part of this to somehow think that that actually isn't going to be successfully executed. This, uh, this hot mic
4: moment where someone mutters Ron's probably getting out after Iowa. Let's imagine this scenario that Ron actually decides for whatever happens in Iowa, his showing wasn't good enough, and it's time to end this race the worst possible thing imaginable would be you then leaving the race as well, because
2: it would, by default, give us either... Didn't Vivek already or endorse Trump.
0: Trump? That's a nightmare scenario. Isn't nightmare he scenario. already I out? I have my own
10: views. I think we're going to deliver a major surprise here in Iowa. We can talk about that separately. I think we're going to shock the system, and the vibes on the ground are very good. But as part of the 50,000-foot view here, I actually think if you play this out intuitively, it feels like the next step in the game among the corporate candidates is Ron would make a good vice president for Nicky. Right. Christie out of the way is one footnote today. All right. Eliminate part of the consolidation in New Hampshire. Christie's not running for president of the United States ever. He was arguably running for like vice president of New Hampshire. But anyway, once he exited, we'll actually combine that in to prop up Nikki a little bit more. The next thing is you take the Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is not in New Hampshire so much, but in certain other states, Florida or otherwise, turn that over as well to the anti-Trump movement. I don't think Ron knows that. I think if people ask Ron DeSantis, he would say, of course, I would not be Nikki's vice president. And I think inside him, he probably would believe that that's actually what he thinks. But that almost pretends that what he thinks actually matters. His donors are the one that put him up to run for president. In the, first place. <laughs> I don't think the man on his own volition. I think there are other people who put him up to run for president at a time where it didn't make sense for him to do it. The same people are going to put him up to be Nikki's vice president. So you play this forward. That's where this goes. Final step, take Trump out of contention. Trot the corporate puppets into office. That's where this plot ends. And I feel like I see this with a level of clarity. That makes it torturous. It's like a kind of form of torture to watch this playing out in real time, without standing up and actually doing something. about you, you, let me let me real, real quick just to get it in there. Scenario:
4: Donald Trump wins the primary. He set he 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 comes right on out and says Vivek Ramaswamy, you are my vice president. What do you say?
10: Donald Trump wins the you're saying Donald Trump wins the primary, and then that. So I think we just have to have an honest conversation. I mean, if if that's the scenario we're in, that's not what I'm playing for. But if that's what we're in. I have an I'm
2: still calling ad- it Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Greene.
10: I have strong opinions about things. I'm not saying. Say over on the kick. Welcome. Whatever. 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 But what I've said is Donald Trump has my full support if he's the nominee. And I expect his full support if I'm the nominee. But I don't think we get to that place. That's the whole premise of. Of I mean, when you think it's Gavin Newsom or Joe Biden as the puppet, you think you might get to that place. I don't think they want Biden or Newsom. I think Nikki is a far more reliable pawn. For the system with respect to the two things they care about most, which is keeping the foreign war machine humming far more reliable on places from the Middle East to Ukraine. She's far more hawkish than actually anybody in the Democratic side. And with respect to the national security state, I don't think Joe Biden could have come up with the idea if he tried to tie every social media account and internet account with a government issued ID. So I don't think it goes there, Tim. I think yeah. where it goes is they want Did to. Did Nikki the Haley suggest that? And then they get the air cover because the Democratic Party's brand isn't doing too hot. The permanent state is fundamentally nonpartisan at its core. So they get the air cover of saying, oh, yeah, we weren't even we weren't even doing the Democrat game where where most of the Republican base watching cable news thinks it's about beating Biden. They're missing the plot. That's what's going on. That's actually a really great point. We were talking just the other day. There was a story A J.P.
4: Morgan, top strategist, I'm sure you heard, said his prediction is that Joe Biden drops out just after Super Tuesday. Ah. Into a health issue. <clears throat> I view that as a very, very good strategy for Democrats. I had been saying for some time that I believe Joe Biden will drop out. That's absurd. Polling is not there. It is political suicide. However, many people pointed out in our chats and in our audience that it's too late to have a primary. There's nothing they can do. Actually, that sounds like the best play. Joe Biden says, I'm running. No primary to be had. Don't worry about it. Come March, he says, oh, no, my ailing heart. This gives the DNC the ability to just appoint who is going to be their
2: nominee. That's also not how that works. I think you actually make a much better point. Why even? There worry. would still be delegates at the convention. They would fight it out on the floor. Tim Pool has no idea about politics. Exactly, And that's exactly what's going
10: on. And also, they have they have this ailing Kamala Harris problem because if anything other than Kamala Harris is the nominee, then they got the race. This motherfucker is a millionaire. which undermines their own self. Spewing dance. dipshittery. The Democratic Party for the Larry Finkes or the establishment puppet masters of the world it's a little tarnished right now let them heal themselves we're going to do this within the republican party with a much more reliable vessel with a little bit more of a polished exterior a little bit more committed on the pro-war agenda and a lot more committed on the censorship and and national security agenda here at home i think that actually gets their job done much better without some of the inconveniences that come with biden so like you, i think it would would be a very spirited convention if something like that would happen out instead of biden and nothing quite really. The shoe didn't really fit with any of them. Michelle Obama, Whitmer, Bashir, in Newsom. They're already halfway through doing it within the Republican primary, and then it's game over, and they get the air cover of saying they weren't even propping up Democrats. That's what's going on. Let's let's
4: jump to some stories on some key issues. I have hero in Pennsylvania. This video was. Democrats are actually looking pretty good. They've got a pretty there good have been bench. About buses that have been trafficking illegally. James O'Keefe. I I have personally confirmed the existence of major airline boarding passes that state no name given. This was bro- this story was broken uh, by Ashley St. Clair. Source. It, uh, Trust me. On, on vetting and development. So by all
2: I'm I'm sorry. I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. We will come back. We'll check you in. You find some news. Be doing. had his own employees at Timcast God damn. you're about 20 minutes away from the Fox News Trump Town Hall CNN GOP presidential primary debate and whatever the fuck Vivek is doing over here on Tim Pool I wanted to try to run down some news before we, we got started. But unfortunately, I had to come up with a way to show you guys CNN and Fox. So I didn't get a chance to prepare for anything. Uh, so let's watch this clip. Up on what's been going on Trump's lawyers arguing in court he has total immunity from prosecution just because he was president
15: uh, the investigation of the election which was a rigged election everybody knows it
12: Former President Donald Trump arguing in a D.C. court that he should be free from prosecution in cases connected to the 2020 election. While his legal team defended the claim that the president has immunity, the panel of federal judges questioned that notion.
4: To authorize the prosecution of a president for his official acts would open a Pandora's box from which this nation may never recover.
2: Trying to steal the election is not his official acts.
7: I think it's paradoxical to say that his constitutional duty to take care that the laws be faithfully executed
15: allows him.
12: Well, the panel of judges said it plans to move... Cut it off! ...lawyers are hoping for an extensive appeals process that could delay the trial. Queen City News Chief Legal Analyst Khalif Rhodes joins me now. And Khalif, kind of an eye-opening day in court that happened here for Trump and his lawyers And when it comes to absolute power...
5: This is a a very weird case I mean his team has been shooting this out from the very beginning once he was originally charged they were saying well hey you can't charge him why because he has absolute immunity because he was the president and this panel is attempting to unblock and undress that argument I listen to oral arguments when they happen I listened again to him today just to ensure that I heard everything right and you can kind of get as I've mentioned before the sense of where a judge is going by the questions that they're asking the first thing you want to do is answer the question that they're asking you and his judge, his his attorney had a hard time doing that. Every time, just Penn asked him a question, he'd say another answer. And she said, at one point, "Hey, I need you to answer this question specifically." Is there any situation that former President Trump can be charged criminally? And his attorney basically said no, unless he was impeached. And he said because he hasn't been impeached, this does not allow him to be criminally prosecuted for anything. That doesn't make any sense. He did while he was in the office of the president. And so she hit him with a hypothetical. So are you saying that he can go out and attack his uh, opposing party and send out SEAL Team 6 to go assassinate him? His response was, uh... Under certain circumstances, yes, which was a weird answer to hear to a panel of three federal judges, but that's the type of testimony and type of hearing that we're having today um, in this newfound era of politics where legal meets and merges all at the same time.
12: Yeah, Judge Pam was right on top of it trying to hammer back in that regard, but wh- who lines here more with the Constitution when it comes to these arguments?
5: I, I, it's really hard to, to flush out right now. What I can tell you is if you use their own strategy against them, it seems like that it will lie in the, in, the, in the hand of the government. And I say that because during the original impeachment hearings, they said that this impeachment can't happen. Why? Because the former president should be criminally prosecuted for something there's <laughs> no processes out there so he gets through impeachment and now what do they say on the flip side well he should not be held criminally responsible because that's what the impeachment is for and so the judge called them to task and said well it seems like the Constitution lays out a path for him to be prosecuted and can you agree on that at one point she got his attorney to at least concede that he could agree that there was a path where the former president could be charged criminally I think to your question if they go down that pathway, which is allowing them to answer this question of, can he be charged for something he did while in office? Then yes, this will open the door for the former president to at least be subject to the trial he's supposed to be going to, and in, in the beginning of the next month.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
12: also with this, uh, it, it, Trump's one of his motors. It's absurd. <laughs> Where do you see this going, and will there be a quick action on this?
5: Well, they they know that the trial is coming up in in March, and so if the trial is coming on March, they have to make a decision if he, he can even go to trial. And I have to highlight this quickly: this panel is is history in itself. It's a three female panel—one African American woman that was is from South Carolina that was up for the Supreme Court, one woman that her parents immigrated here from Taiwan, and a, and a Republican white female—and so this panel would look totally different even 20 years ago. So just that in itself is historic. Um, but this whole process is newfound territory that I'm here to watch, and I hope everyone is watching. All right, but we'll
0: also
12: see- I hope everyone is watching. We are. Probably soon. Khalif Rose. Yes, we are. You can also catch Khalif's insight on a variety of other stories as our evening news continues. Coming up at five, more legal trouble.
2: So apparently Trump posted a whole rant. Went on a six minute rant about his immunity. Where's the, where's the video? Think us. Do I assume truth social? How you gonna do this to me? Bullshit. We'll find it. We know where it's at. God damn, he posts a lot. See, I'm I'm still betting on Marjorie Taylor Greene. He's going to be his vice presidential running mate.
15: 2024 will go down as the year of great and fully co-
2: God damn, this site sucks. I don't think that was the video anyway. Who in the fuck is that? Oh, Jesus. a lot hotter than my mom. How many different videos did he post? Oh, my God! Which one did we watch? None of them were six minutes, like the story said. There was like a whole 10 minutes between all of them. (laughs) Truth social doesn't work. I try. That's why I went to another site. I give up. Um, we're, we're getting close. What else I got? Oh, Roger Stone. Let's talk about Roger Stone here. We are just, we are just moments away from Republican presidential debate on CNN. That's in your bottom right hand corner. The Fox News Trump town hall will be in the top left corner. Before we get there. Roger Stone reportedly said a leading Democratic congressman has to die Trump ally and confessed dirty trickster who has Richard Nixon tattooed on his back said either Eric Swalwell or Jerry Nadler had to die before the 2020 election Republican operative and close Donald Trump ally Roger Stone reportedly told an associate one of two prominent Democratic congressmen had to die before the election in 2020. It's time to do it, Stone said, according to Mediate, which cited a recording the outlet reported was made at a Florida restaurant. Do we have the audio? Doesn't look like we do. Go find Swalwell. It's time to do it. Then we'll see how brave the rest of them are. It's time to do it. It's either Nadler or Swalwell has to die before the election. They need to get the message. Let's go find Swalwell and get this over with. I'm just not putting up with this shit anymore. Eric Swalwell from California and Jerry Nadler from New York are both members of the House Judiciary Committee. Lowell is a prominent anti-Trump voice and a magnet for Republican attacks. As judiciary chair, Nadler oversaw Trump's first impeachment for seeking political dirt in Ukraine. In 2020, Nadler said the committee would investigate Trump's uh, commutation of Stone's sentence on seven counts related to attempts to obstruct the investigation of Russian election interference in 2016. Stone was sentenced to 40 months, but never actually went to prison. Eddie said, Stone's remarks were made to an associate, Sal Greco, which sounds like a mobster, was then a serving New York police officer, oh, so he was a mobster, was eventually fired, how dirty do you have to be to get fired from the New York police? Quesadilla, good evening. (laughs) Welcome, welcome over to the dark side on Kick. Oh, uh, Greco has claimed his dismissal resulted from his links to Stone. Stone now 71 is a veteran political operative and self-confessed dirty trickster. Even the Guardian! Even the Guardian has to has to mention Richard Nixon's face is tattooed on his fucking back. Do they have a picture? Yep. Nine minutes away from the GOP primary debate, Trump Town Hall on Fox News. One more little piece of news, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about here, real fast, real fast. I don't know what is going on with this, apparently tunnels? Someone dug tunnels under a synagogue in Brooklyn?
16: ...facing charges this afternoon after police say they dug a secret tunnel into the sanctuary of the chabad Lubavitch headquarters in Brooklyn.
13: The men described by police as extremist students are accused of digging the tunnel so that they would be able to have access to the sanctuary after hours. And when a cement truck was... Wait,
2: what? Okay, so... This wasn't terrorism against Jewish people, as I had suspected. Because those were, those were the... Those were Jewish students being arrested, correct? I'm. Nine men are
16: facing charges this afternoon after police say they dug a secret tunnel into the sanctuary of the Chabad Lubavitch headquarters in Brooklyn.
13: The men described by police as extremist students are accused of digging the tunnel so that they would be able to have access to the sanctuary after hours. And when a cement truck was brought in to fill that tunnel, the men stood in the tunnel, refusing to leave.
16: Eyewitness News reporter Anthony Carlo is live
17: in Crown Heights, Brooklyn with the very latest on this story. Anthony? What the fuck? DAVE, LAUREN, WE'RE LEARNING NEW THIS AFTERNOON THAT FIVE OF THOSE NINE YOUNG MEN WILL BE ARRAIGNED IN COURT TONIGHT, WHILE THE OTHER FOUR WERE ISSUED DESK APPEARANCE TICKETS, RELEASED, AND EXPECTED BACK IN COURT AT A LATER DATE. RIGHT NOW, THE CITY'S DEPARTMENT OF BUILDINGS INVESTIGATORS ARE INSIDE THIS SYNAGOGUE TRYING TO DETERMINE WHETHER IT'S SAFE FOR CONGREGANTS TO RE-ENTER. I THINK ALL WHO'VE SEEN THE VIDEO CAN AGREE IT IS BOTH CHAOTIC AND BIZARRE police arresting nine young men inside the synagogue between the ages of 19 and 21. The group charged with criminal mischief and reckless endangerment. Police say they were found inside a tunnel that was dug, leading to Chabad Lubavitch World Headquarters on Eastern Parkway. Synagogue leaders describe the group as extremist students seeking unauthorized access to the building by breaking walls. The tunnel had previously been discovered when a cement truck was brought in yesterday to repair the walls, police say the group of young men stood in the tunnel and refused to leave. A spokesperson for Chabad Lubavitch headquarters says in part, the community is pained by the vandalism of a group of young agitators who damaged the synagogue below Chabad headquarters at 770 Eastern Parkway Monday night these odious actions will be yes i
2: saw that some dude on twitter and said he'd been hearing jewish people
17: in his floorboards and he had no basement but he really was they were in a tunnel Investigated, and the sanctity of the synagogue will be restored. We spoke with some congregants who prayed outside this morning since the synagogue was closed, pending an evaluation by the buildings department to determine structural stability. It was very tragic, obviously. It bothers everyone, this whole community. Is not a single person that doesn't bother him right now that it's closed. Unfortunately, there was a few people. I was there at the time. It was less than a handful of people that broke the wall. Unfortunately, they had to cause this disturbing thing that happened. And again, we watched members of the congregation out here in the cold this morning saying their prayers outside of the synagogue with police officers posted outside preventing anybody from going in. We understand right now there is some kind of discrepancy over who has control of the synagogue. Owners, uh, officials rather, of the synagogue say they have been litigating this matter in the New York state court, court system trying to gain proper control of the premises. But it is a case that has been lagging on for years.
2: Absurd! The world is absurd. You're about four minutes away from the Trump town hall. You can see Fox News up there on the left. The CNN Republican presidential debate on the right. Tim Pool has Vivek Ramaswamy, but I, I I haven't seen Ramaswamy here in a little bit. But I can't imagine he would leave a podcast early. He seems like the kind of motherfucker that loves having a microphone in front of his face. There he is. Candace Owens. I mean, who am I? I have a microphone in front of my face. I'm not saying that in a derogatory manner. Just saying. I'm going to take a quick, a quick commercial break and go pee... I'm gonna leave. I'll, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna leave you with. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll leave you with Vivek and Tim Poole when we come back. High where we the, day. the Fox News yeah. Trump Town Hall, CNN Republican Presidential Debate. All,
15: uh, good
10: deep dish pizza and all that. Mm. You know, we. we yeah, get, <laughs> it's get, called. Soup. There's, there's some things to like. Well,
2: that's the tourist stuff. Art of come
4: pizza.
12: On. Check yeah, in.
10: I mean, I, I, but that's what I am when I go. I mean, we're, <laughs> we, we don't. We don't get to go to Chicago every day, so we pick some on the way out. But, you know, it was interesting where it was a room full. You know, maybe like this one. A little bit different ethnic composition was 95 percent black, 150 percent Democrat, as they told me before you went. Maybe that's how they count their votes. (laughs) But but anyway, it was interesting. Right. The first part of the exchange was contentious because some people came with some questions that were. I think there were some people who had some real animus to me in that room. One woman, she asked me a question, walked straight out because she didn't like my answer on racial reparations. But actually, things changed pretty quickly when we got to the question of illegal mass migration, where they're literally converting to local high school into an encampment for migrants at a cost of $7,000 per migrant per month when the people in that community, Americans, are asking the question, what about me? And actually later it came up, somebody else asked me on their own, I wasn't bringing up, bringing up foreign policy, why are we sending our money to Ukraine? Almost challenging me like I was a person who would, presumably because of being a Republican or whatever, believe that this was a good idea. And I explained that, no, 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 this is actually a very bad idea. We should not be doing this. And we actually left with a lot of common ground in both of those issues, which is why I think it's actually very important not to see the America First movement through the prism of even the Republican Party. I mean, the Republican Party means very little. It doesn't mean anything to be a Republican. Well, truth, what you mean based on...
2: All right, unfortunately, we are going to have to say goodbye to our friends over on YouTube because uh, I was not aware that... The Republican debate the Trump town hall they are exclusive to Fox and CNN I thought I thought they were going to be on like the RNC channel and the Trump channel but that isn't happening so I'm afraid of getting a copyright takedown sorry to everyone on YouTube come join us on Kick. come join us on DLive I don't think you have to have an account on either one of them to watch uh, or check it out on Spotify here after the debate Cause I'll, I'll put the video up. So, bye, YouTube peoples. We'll see you tomorrow, eight o'clock, same troll time, same troll channel. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. All right, now that they're gone, let's talk some shit about them. We are live over on D Live. As you can see, Fox News in the top left-hand corner. We have CNN, David Axelrod on right bottom corner. Brett Baer, Martha McCollum are your moderators for the Trump Town Hall. Looks like uh, Fox is going to go first. Fox Fox has the least amount of time on their countdown. Thank you, DJ Dub. Thank you very much. Hi, right, Brett.
0: Mr. President,
16: thank, 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 thank you very much. Thank you for coming with me.
8: Welcome. Thank you very Great to see
2: you.
16: The first major test for the Republican
2: presidential. I can also put up the other two as an insert. Cricket caucuses and then
15: an
2: Cricket Joe Biden. Next November tonight, former
8: President Trump will address the most pressing issues.
2: Short of Republican debate, <laughs> live. You guys can tell me. You can tell me to take one of the other feeds.
18: We want to welcome our viewers in the United States and around the world watching us on CNN, CNN Max, CNN International.
2: Tell me to put up the other other videos. CNN.com.
18: Good evening. I'm Jake Tapper, moderating tonight's debate alongside my friend and colleague
2: Dan And
19: just five days from now, voters here in Iowa will cast the first votes.
2: Five days. That's said two weeks.
19: Tonight, the very first one on one matchup between top contenders, Governor Ron DeSantis and former Governor and U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. Former President Trump met the requirements for tonight's debate but declined to participate. But he,
2: he is over here on Fox News. It's possible to voters, especially here in Iowa. Look outside, it's cold, it's brisk,
16: it's snowy but we're warm inside with a lot of questions from Iowans.
8: Indeed we are, good evening everybody, I'm Martha McCallum, great to have you with us. Tonight we are joined by a room full of Iowa Republican voters.
2: My my channel should absolutely be marked as mature.
8: Are here tonight, some of them have been here more than one night over the course of this week because they look forward to questioning the candidates. And tonight, it's the former president and the GOP. Wait.
20: Immature, indeed, in the none of the
16: campaigns
8: have input into who was invited,
16: what the
20: questions are that will be asked
16: tonight. Thank you for being here, uh, Mr. President. We appreciate you making the track. And before we begin, we want to offer our condolences to you and the former First Lady Melania Trump for the loss of her mother last night.
15: Thank you very much, great woman. Thank you very much, appreciate it.
16: We do want to note that today there was some breaking campaign news. Take a
2: listen. Christy? It's clear to me- yep. tonight
9: That there isn't a path for me to win the nomination, well, which is why- Once again, I'm
19: former suspending New Jersey Governor Chris Christie- That's, at- That's what they're talking
2: about too.
19: So, with one fewer candidate in the running, Let's start with the decision voters here in Iowa are about to face. Governor DeSantis, why should voters who are looking for an alternative to the current frontrunner, former President Trump, vote for you rather than former Governor Haley?
21: Well, the people of Iowa, uh, good evening. It's great to be in Iowa to have a debate here. Donald good is evening. To pursue his issues. Nikki Haley's running to pursue her donor's issues. I'm running to pursue your issues and your family's issues and to turn this country around. I'm the only one running that's delivered on 100% of the promises that I've made. We've delivered huge victories in the state of Florida, things that Republicans have been asking for for a generation. I'm also the only one running that has beaten the left time and time again. We beat the teachers union on universal school choice. We beat Soros on crime. We beat Fauci on COVID. We beat the Dems on election integrity. And I beat the left by banning China from buying land in the state of Florida. Now, uh, you know Nikki Haley is, is running. Uh, we don't need another mealy mouth politician who just tells you what she thinks you wanna hear just to try to get your vote, then to get in office and to do her donor's bidding. She was in another state and she said the people of Iowa's votes need to be corrected. This is somebody that wrote in her book that Hillary Clinton inspired her to first run for office. I remember Hillary denigrating people on the Republican side as deplorables. We don't need a candidate who's gonna look down on middle
2: America.
21: Uh, We've had enough of that. I'm the only one that's gonna be able to lead this country's revival. Uh, I'm asking for your support and I won't let you down.
19: Governor Haley, a response?
7: Well, I think this is a time that we know that we need a new generational leader. We have watched our country be in disarray. We see the world on fire, and we need someone who's had executive experience. I've been a two- You are
0: old.
7: Double-digit unemployment state and turned it into an economic powerhouse.
2: He would be a um, Gen Xer, I'm, I'm assuming. Russia, China,
7: Iran, every You're day. older than me. Um, but you're going to find out tonight that there's going to be a lot of Ron's lies that have happened. There are at least a couple of dozen so far that he's done. So what we're going to do is rather than have him go and tell you all these lies, you can go to DeSantisLies.com and look at all of those. There's at least two dozen lies that he's told about me and you can see... The claws are
2: coming out.
7: ...exactly what's going to happen and exactly why it's wrong. So it will cover the fact that he's only mad about the donors because the donors used to be with him, but they're no longer with him now. And that's because he's upset about the fact that his... His campaign is exploding. You're going to see the fact that he has switched his um, policies multiple times, and we'll call that out tonight. But every time he lies, Drake University, don't turn this into a drinking game because you will be overserved by the end of the night. Uh,
21: well, I think this is interesting because uh, you can actually go to rondesantis.com because Nikki Haley has this tactic. If you uh, hold her accountable to her record, First she'll say, I never said that. Well, one good rule of thumb, if she says she's never said something, that definitely means she said it. And then she'll say, you're lying, you're lying. That means not only did she say it, but she's on videotape saying it. And so we have all the greatest hits. The reality is uh, Nikki Haley is not somebody that has been willing to stand in and fight on behalf of conservatives. You know, she ran for governor. Kind
2: of reminds me of that line that Kamala had. And she caved to the teachers' union. She did I was know, that girl. In
21: Florida, I delivered the largest expansion of school choice in the history of the United States. I beat the teachers' union. And you know what the results are? When she was governor of South Carolina, she was rated 50th in education, dead last. You know where Florida is under my watch? Number one in the nation.
19: Your response, Governor Haley?
7: Go to desantislies.com and you can find out for yourself but why don't we talk about the fact that if we're gonna say this, really pushing he was that representing florida he said that he promised not to raise the debt limit when he got to dc yet he raised the debt limit by hundreds of billions of dollars. He used to support Ukraine. He supported Ukraine when President Obama was in office. Now he's trying to copy Trump and saying that he no longer supports Ukraine and doesn't want to give them foreign aid anymore. He also goes and says that he wants to talk about me insulting Iowans. Iowans know when you're telling a joke. The fact that he's only running in one state is not the way you win president. I'm running in all states. But he should tell Iowans why he authored legislation to ban the renewable fuel standard that's so important to Iowans economy. I hate
2: both of these people.
7: Co-sponsored five different pieces of legislation to get rid of it. They're
2: and both also, so unlikable. He,
7: he would never do anything with Social Security, yet he voted three times to raise the retirement age of Social Security. You, so if you're gonna talk about what you said thank and you, what you did, I think you've got your own explaining to do rather well, than telling gonna, lies about me. Well,
18: thank you, Governor. We're gonna get to a lot of these issues in the debate. Governor Haley, when, when uh, Governor Christie dropped out of the race just a few hours ago, he said the most important issue is, quote, the
2: character. That was out of touch. Uh,
18: Governor Christie also said he ran because he knew he would be the only Republican candidate to speak the truth about former President Donald Trump. Do you believe Donald Trump has the character to be president again?
7: Well, I think the next president needs to be no. clarity. I think you need to have moral clarity to understand that it's taxpayer money, not your own money. I think you need to have moral clarity to understand that when you're dealing with dictators in the world. Let's
2: let's see if there's some moral clarity going on over
7: here.
2: here. Let's hear what moral clarity sounds like. We had an incredible
15: four years. Again, the greatest economy in the history of our country with no inflation. Pretty good.
8: So I just want to follow up. Yeah, thank you for your service and for your question. Thank you for being here tonight. Um, One of the things that Ron DeSantis said in a town hall this week was that it might feel good to Republicans to vote for you and support you in the primary. But he felt they shouldn't leave the general election, potentially up to 12 jurors in a D.C. court. What do you say to him about that?
15: Well, it's a witch hunt by its uh, weaponization. If you look at it, its election interference by... Biden, because he can't win it fair and square, so he's doing that. And interestingly, you see... By
2: every metric they would cite, Joe Biden has the best economy.
15: To ...her boyfriend is the prosecutor of Trump. That one's blown up now. It's horrible what has taken place. But it's very interesting, when you look at Ron's numbers, he's practically out of the race. In fact, a lot of people say he's leaving the race after Iowa because he's doing so poorly.
2: Chris Christie's dude said
15: that. I mean, really poorly. And I'm leading Biden in every single poll uh, that's been taken over the last month or two. I just see one I'm leading in Michigan by 11. That's great. The auto This is
2: the Republican primary.
15: Biden has sold them down. Biden
2: is not on here.
15: With the electric cars, all electric car mandate, the craziest thing I've ever heard. And they're going to all be made in China too. So I think when you look at what we've done, uh, we, are, we are doing a great job, and we did a great job, and that's why I'm leading in the polls by 60 and 70 points. You know,
16: in recent days, you seem to issue a warning that if in the courts, and even the U.S. Supreme Court, if they didn't treat you fairly, that maybe there would be bedlam in the country. Use that word, bedlam in the country. And in the last two days, at the same time, in the last two speeches, President Biden is focusing his campaign on the threat to democracy and political violence. Take a listen.
17: I'll say what Donald Trump won't political violence is never ever acceptable in the United States political system
16: never 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 All right, so to Robert's question. This is clearly a focus of the Biden campaign So can you say tonight that political
15: violence is never acceptable? Well, of course, that's right. And of course, I'm the one that had very little of it. Take a look at wars again I didn't start. I wasn't involved in wars. We beat the hell out of ISIS. We won 100%. We brought our troops back home. Look at look at the violence that we've had. Look at the violence we have recently. Right, but when you say bedlam, what do you mean? I think when you say say, bedlam. I think you look at Joe Biden,
2: it's bedlam. There was no violence under exactly. Trump.
15: You have a man who can't find his way off a stage. Yet
2: right-wingers it's love to cite 2020. 2020. No, I think bedlam is Joe Biden. I think that
15: he's using this. This is just... A POLITICAL PLOY. TRUMP IS A DICTATOR, HE WANTS TO BE A DICTATOR. YOU KNOW, IT'S INTERESTING, I DID A SHOW, SEAN HANNITY, DID YOU EVER HEAR OF HIM? HE'S A VERY NICE MAN. <laughs> AND HE SAID ESSENTIALLY, YOU'RE NOT GOING TO BE A DICTATOR, ARE YOU? TELL ME. I THINK HE WAS TRYING TO GIVE ME A NICER QUESTION than MAYBE YOU GUYS were. HE MEANT IT VERY WELL, I SAID. WELL, YEAH, HE'S WAY UP YOUR ASS. FOR ONE DAY, WE'RE GOING TO DO TWO THINGS. THE BORDER, WE'RE GOING TO MAKE IT SO TIGHT YOU CAN'T GET IN UNLESS YOU COME IN LEGALLY. And the other is energy. We're going to drill, baby, drill. After that, I'm not going to be a dictator. After that, I'm not going to be a dictator. So,
7: so you weren't press, saying no, that no. the And courts... the press
15: picks it up. So I said, I'm going to be a dictator for one day. They cut it. They go, I'm going to be a dictator. But they cut the rest of the sentence. No, no, no. Well, I, I saw the whole I'm clip. I'm going to be a dictator. I'm going to manage like we did. We were so serious. Tim, Tim Poole's over here the country was coming talking about bitcoin together and coming together well it was a beautiful thing to see and we're going to do that again all right let's let's bring by the way that's why i have the poll numbers that i have because the people uh, i think this audience. hunter's
2: got a poll poll for you i asked
15: i asked a question i said how many people came last night how many people came the night before and I got a very honest answer. Not many compared to what we have. We had a great crowd and have a great crowd. We want to hear work. from some more of them. We
8: do have a big crowd tonight. Um, that's absolutely true. So let's, let's hear from Jane Jack, who is a teacher from Rhodes, Iowa. Jane, thank you so much for being here. And, and you said that you plan to caucus for DeSantis,
3: but you're okay. not completely decided. Is that right?
2: Going to caucus for DeSantis.
3: Be caucusing for DeSantis, Um, but I will say, Mr. President, I am extremely grateful that in your first term you accomplished so many great things. But it was also with the help of many great people. Since that time, you have publicly criticized and personally demeaned. Ooh, this could be good. If you're given four more years, how will you convince good people to take the risk of working with you?
15: Excellent question. So I have a lot of people that want to work with me. I have people calling just as I'm getting on the stage. I had a call from two of the very most important people in the military want to come to work for me. Everybody wants to come to work for us. Uh, we're going to have no trouble. We had great people. We had a couple that were not great, stiffs, as I would call them. But that's true with anybody. But now I've gotten to know Washington. I've gotten to know the people. I know the best. I know the smart ones, the dumb ones, the weak ones, the strong ones and i think you're going to see something like you've never seen before and the people in this room know it we did and we did an amazing job and uh, the reason you know we have support is because of the job we did now you like Ron DeSantis, but he wouldn't even be around today he'd be working in a pizza shop or perhaps a law firm if i didn't endorse him you know i endorsed him people are on to winning an election
2: speaking right now
21: huh? Uh, you look. You know, we have the national debt clock going up to 34 trillion. I see it. If you did a debt clock for the state of Florida. It would be counting down because we've paid down 25% of our state debt just since I've been governor. We're going to open up all energy for production because that will be deflationary. You know, Nikki Haley, when she was governor, she promised she would never do the gas tax. Then she tried to raise the gas tax on hardworking South Carolinians. Here's the thing. We need to fly a flag of bold colors uh, carrying the banner of putting the American people first, not the pale pastels of the warmed-over corporatism of people like Nikki Haley.
2: Souther Haley, I want to the pale pastels of warmed over corporatism gas
19: tax, you do want to eliminate the federal gas tax, and that tax generated approximately forty billion dollars.
2: Yes, the US at right now is producing more oil than it ever has. So
19: how would you fix America's roads and bridges if you take that money away?
7: Well, first of all, bless his heart, Desantislies.com. We have never raised a tax. You tried I've to. never raised a tax you at tried. all. I can tell You're you, right, video. Governor Desantis, she has the floor. <laughs> so I can tell you that we killed the gas tax multiple times. But what we said is, if you want to raise the gas tax, you have to reduce the income tax by five times that amount. They didn't want to do it. We've killed taxes every step of the way. But if he's going to talk about his economy, I think what we should say is, why does Florida have the highest property insurance in the country why is it that it is named the american hotspot for inflation why is it that his state is now known to have the highest cost of living increases and why is it that they're saying senior citizens can no longer afford to live in florida so that's the first thing i'll say we don't need him doing that to our country when it comes to the gas tax when we eliminate that federal tax The money is collected in the states and they send it to the feds. The feds attach a lot of strings to it and send it back. 75% comes from the state, 25% comes from the federal government. What they do when they add those strings is they pay for a lot of things that aren't roads, green spaces, sidewalks, all of those things, but they attach strings. I want that money to stay in the states. I want the states to be able to decide how to spend it. I don't want Washington bureaucrats deciding what we need for scenery and green space and all those other things. I want every state, including the state of Iowa, to make the decisions on how they spend their road spending instead of the federal government. Governor
19: DeSantis, your response?
21: Right. She kind of admitted that she did try to raise the gas tax, and she's on video saying this. I know she'll say it. She never said it, but she, you is. she, she did. You She did. You took a little piece of that. that. That is she not also, true. She, also Governor, raised, Governor tax Haley, again. she raised taxes Haley, when she DeSantis was in South Carolina. Uh, that's on the record, and she even proposed uh, a tax on groceries at one point, but I'm just thinking, have you seen your grocery bill lately? That's one of the things that's hitting working people the most, that groceries are going up probably twice as much what you do, but I also think it's important important that we lift people up. So in Florida...
2: We I don't know why it has that little glitch.
21: ...on every baby item, diapers, wipes, strollers...
2: It's doing clothes, it on the big TV, TV too. To
21: prosper in this country. One of the things that's causing so much problem is the breakdown in the American family. Uh, we've done a lot in Florida to be able to rejuvenate that... But we Box
2: is on commercial break, break right now. ...for
21: people to raise children in this country uh, so that we can have strong families in a strong country.
19: Governor DeSantis... At a CNN town hall last week, you said you support a flat tax, which is a single income tax rate for every American. Under your plan, would working families pay the same tax rate as billionaires?
21: I would only do it if people are better off than they are now. I mean, I want people paying less taxes. Actually, if you think the last year we have numbers for, the federal government took in the highest percentage of taxes from the economy since World War II, and yet They're going deep into debt. We have a spending problem in this country. It's not a tax problem in this country. And if you had something that was simple and transparent, uh, not only would that be better for economic growth, it's also better to end the weaponization of government. The IRS has been weaponized against conservatives, going back to the Obama administration. I was there for that. No one's been held accountable for doing that. You look at the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the Department of Justice, the weaponization of federal power ends the day I become the president of the United States. There's going to be a new sheriff in town. We're going to restore the constitutional accountability that our founding fathers envisioned when they, when they formatted the Constitution. And, you know, I've talked to folks um, who uh, have overbearing federal agencies. I mean, you have farmers who have the EPA coming on their farmland because there's maybe a puddle there, waters of the United States. Give me a break. So we're going to reduce the size of government, but we're also going to reduce the scope of government. And in Florida, I've actually delivered on this. Florida has the lowest percentage of state government workers per capita in the country and the cost of our state government employees is the lowest in the country no wonder why we're paying down debt while we're cutting taxes for people that's the way you do it
19: governor DeSantis, 15 second point of clarification the question was whether or not working families would pay the same amount. They would pay They would pay less than what
21: they're paying now. The way I view it is, okay, and, I, and we, you'd exempt people, so you would pay no tax for, 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 for working class people. It would only be as you get above, because I think the first 40, 50 grand, that's just to subsist. And even some places, you can't even do that. So you would have no tax up to a certain point and then it would just be a single rate. So if somebody Thank makes $100,000, they pay a certain amount. If someone makes $200,000, they, pay, they you, make Governor twice DeSantis. as much and they pay twice as much. Governor
7: Haley, your I response? mean, first of all, you just can't trust what he says. I mean, that's the biggest thing. We don't have a grocery tax. Ron
2: never
7: once raised taxes, period. But what I will tell you is it is to call into question, why did he promise he'd never raise the debt limit? And he turned around and he raised it. And then you want to go and you see one side of what he says early on and then he changes it. So here he goes and he says, that he is all for energy independence. He wants to get the EPA out of the way. Well, why did he run on the fact that he wanted to ban fracking and ban offshore drilling? Why did he go and author that legislation to eliminate the renewable fuel standard that that matters so much? And why now is he suddenly coming to Iowa and saying, oh, never mind, I don't mean all of that? Why did he call Trump and say that he wanted him to stop drilling nine miles into federal waters. Why is he now saying this? Why do you come to the people of Iowa and say one thing when you campaigned and on day two of your office, you banned fracking, you banned offshore drilling, you turned around and authored and led the charge on banning the renewable you, fuel Governor. standards. Yeah. You've got to stand up for those things you've been, that you you've did. You've been beating
21: that dead horse. Uh, that, that's because been debunked multiple true, times. Because it's true, uh, it's true. We're looking forward to be able to open up energy for production and definitely here in the Midwest, uh, with biofuels i 'm the only one that checked all the boxes uh, from the IOwa renewable fuel standard because i 've actually visited all ninety nine counties
2: Getting ready I've to come to back over on fox, fox. news i 've sat and i 've listened to people I about think we'll go back to, Trump. Through, uh,
21: how their economy is structured, and how it 's important that we 're producing energy here in the United States. I never want to go hat in hand like Biden has done to venezuela or saudi and begging for energy what we're going to be able to open up once country. again we're going to choose midland over moscow on, we're
2: man. going to choose the Marcellus. us America producing more than it ever has over
21: beijing energy independence isn't even it's not it's
2: insane
8: thank you for coming out tonight um what are you thinking about monday night and who you're going to support and what's your question for president trump
15: he's sitting right there oh thank you i knew that <laughs> I knew that when I looked at you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Appreciate it.
11: Yes, so my question is, you're a business owner. I'm a business owner. I own a small business, and time is money. Would you ever allow a shutdown in the future?
15: A shutdown in terms of COVID? Mm -hmm. Or a shutdown in terms of budget? Because, you know, they're talking about a budget shutdown right now, but you're talking about a COVID shutdown. Correct. No, I wouldn't. And I never did. I let the governors make their decisions. And some of them, like from South Carolina, you know, Henry McMaster, and uh, frankly, uh, North Dakota, a few of them, Tennessee, they didn't shut down at all. Florida did shut down. Run to Sanctus, shut down. Or, as he's known, Run to Sanctimonious, he... He shut his state down very violently, actually, and shut the highways down, the roads down. But we had, uh, I'm a federalist in a sense, because that's the federalist way. No, I didn't actually have a shutdown, Wait. despite the fact that some people wanted to, and some people didn't want to. But we had some great governors, the governors that did the best job were Republican governors, and they were the ones that didn't shut down. Thank you. Thank you very much.
8: Thank you. Love you.
15: I appreciate it. So,
8: but, but Love like you. Say, you. know, that you listened too much to Dr. Fauci. Yeah. You were president at the time, could have perhaps influenced keeping things more open. And of course, Ron DeSantis would, would definitely argue with your uh, characterization of how he handled it.
15: But if you go back. Seriously,
2: and him, he doesn't. The
15: biggest fan of Dr. Fauci was Ron DeSantis. He was a big fan. He said, I go by exactly, quote, I go by what Dr. Fauci said. He said that two months in, all the way through, and then eventually changed when it wasn't, you know, that wasn't the dessert of the day. But Ron DeSantis was a big Dr. Fauci fan, and nobody wants to cover that. I say it every time. I don't care if he was or not, but, you know, when they hit me with this question, uh, Dr. Fauci uh, was not a huge factor in my administration. He became a much bigger factor in Biden's administration. Uh, he was there. He was somebody that was in government for 40 years. He did it for opposite day, years. indeed, tones So a long time. And what do I say? You know, you've been doing this for 40 years. Get out. But he wasn't a big factor with me. Uh, he was a really big factor after I left with Biden. You know, on an economic
16: shutdown, uh, you said this week in an interview uh, that if there's a economic crash, that you hope it happens now. Yeah. That you don't want to be Herbert Hoover.
15: I don't want to be heard. You're not or. saying you're hoping for a crash, just to be clear. No, I think this. I think the economy is horrible, except the stock market's going up. And I think the stock market's, go- market's going up because I'm leading Biden in all of the polls, every poll, every single poll for the last. <clears throat> With states that normally are not easy to lead, you know, when you're leading in Pennsylvania, you're leading in Michigan, you're leading in uh, Wisconsin. We're leading in virtually every state. And of the swing states, and overall, we're leading by a lot nationwide. But I would say this. Uh, we have a situation which I believe the stock market goes up because I'm leading. I think if I wasn't leading, the stock market would be 25% lower. And I think, frankly, if I didn't win, I think the stock market would crash. Yeah, I but you said
16: the when stock- there's a crash, I hope it's going to be during this next 12 months because I don't want to be Herbert Hoover.
15: Well, I think Herbert Hoover was 1929. He was the president, and that was not a good time to be. I don't want to be Herbert Hoover, and I won't be Herbert Hoover.
8: So, with regard to you know, uh, when Governor Haley was here the other night, she talked about the eight trillion dollars added to the debt. Yeah. When you were president, how do you how do you address that? What very, would you say? very
15: easily. We were doing better than anybody has ever done for two and a half years. And then COVID came along. We were getting ready to start selling oil to Asia, to Europe. We are going to pay down our debt, where we were at that time at like $29 trillion. Now we're $36 trillion. But we are going to start paying down our debt. We were going to do things that nobody could believe. You take a look at Saudi Arabia. You take a look at some of these countries. Take a look at Russia. I mean, Bart, Biden drove up the cost of energy. That's what caused inflation. But it's also what caused Putin to become rich enough to go and prosecute a war. And he never even talks about it. He's the one that caused that war, both rhetorically and by the fact that he drove up the price of oil to $100 a barrel, which is getting close to record. And Putin was making a fortune. He's the only guy who made a fortune during a war. Come on, man. If he didn't have it, I was at $40 a barrel. If he was at $40 a barrel, Putin wouldn't have done it. Now, he wouldn't have done it for another reason. Me. He wouldn't have done it. But he also wouldn't have done it because he couldn't have done it because oil wasn't high enough. At $100 a barrel, he made a lot of money, and he's making a lot of money because it's so high. So when and it's, held- what caused, it's also what caused the inflation because energy is so big. It's, so, it's such a big deal that when energy goes up, If you make donuts, if you make hamburgers, if you anything you do, you have trucks that deliver your product, you have to heat your ovens, anything you do, it's all energy. And we had the highest cost of energy in history. You know, when they talk about New Hampshire, New Hampshire is the highest price of energy, the highest cost of energy of any state in the nation. They should vote for me because I'm going to cut their energy price in half. So when Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis hit you again and again on this $8 trillion figure and call you a big government Republican, what do you say to them? I say very simply, we were starting to pay down debt. We were going to pay down a lot of debt. When COVID came along, if I didn't inject this country with money, you would have had a depression the likes of which you've never seen. You had to inject money we gave businesses that were going bankrupt, temporarily bankrupt, but they needed money. We helped businesses. If I didn't do that, you would have had a depression in this country. That was a very good investment. And now what they should be doing instead of the kind of debt that they're building at record levels, they should be paying down their debt. And they ought to go into the energy business instead of this green new scam business that they're in
8: But what about the future? What about cutting spending? 34 trillion dollars <laughs> in debt you know let, let's look at what you would do in terms of getting that number down. What, what would you get rid of?
15: We have a lot of cutting, but we also have a lot of income. We have more liquid gold under our feet, energy, oil and gas than any other country in the world more than Saudi Arabia more than Russia. And when I came in I, we were number four. When I left, you know not that long a period of time, FOUR YEARS, WE WERE NUMBER ONE BY A LOT, AND WE WERE SOON GOING TO DOUBLE UP SAUDI ARABIA AND RUSSIA COMBINED, AND WE WERE GOING TO MAKE A LOT OF MONEY. WE HAVE A LOT OF of POTENTIAL INCOME. DESANTIS WANTS TO CUT SOCIAL SECURITY AND MEDICARE. NIKKI HALEY WANTS TO CUT SOCIAL SECURITY AND MEDICARE. NIKKI HALEY WANTED TO RAISE THE uh, AGE. FROM 65 TO 74, 75, but or 77. BUT ONLY FOR
8: YOUNG PEOPLE IN THEIR 20s. It, it, I MEAN, that, THAT'S GOING TO RUN that's OUT OF MONEY. Say, THAT'S WHAT THEY SAY. SO s- AT SOME POINT SOMEONE yeah. HAS TO ADDRESS IT, RIGHT?
15: THAT'S WHAT THEY SAY WHEN IT STARTS. THEY SAY ONLY FOR YOUNG PEOPLE. IT'S ONLY FOR YOUNG PEOPLE. AND THEN IT DOESN'T WORK FOR YOUNG PEOPLE AND THEY END UP GETTING UP TO PEOPLE THAT ARE OF THE AGE WHERE IT MATTERS. NO GOOD. ALL RIGHT, LET'S GO TO KIM, A SMALL BUSINESS OWNER
16: FROM BRINES, uh, IS THAT CORRECT? Kim, where are you?
3: That is correct. Do you know
16: who you're
15: um, caucusing for Monday?
3: I am proud to say I am a caucus captain.
16: For?
0: President Trump. With a okay. white
15: and gold hat. I have that white and gold Thank hat. Thank you very much. That's beautiful. Thank you very much. Uh, what's your question for the former president?
3: You said that you can take care of the border in 24 hours after yep. taking office. How will you gather the several millions that have already entered our country illegally and return them to their country of origin? Great
15: question. It's not sustainable for our country. We have millions and millions of people here. It is not sustainable. Did you see in New York City where they're getting the regular students out and they're putting migrants in their place? We are going to have the largest deportation effort in the history of our country. We're bringing everybody back to where they came from. We have no choice. We have no choice. You know,
16: Denise is here as well. Denise, uh, where are you? You know, Denise came to our town hall last night. Uh, She came in saying that she was, if I remember correctly, you were leaning towards President Trump, but you did say you heard some things last night that That you liked. So where are you tonight?
15: Um, I spoke with a lot of my really close friends after last night. They were all up and wanted to know how it went, and we got back to President Trump. We just oh,
0: I love you.
15: Well, you were Uh
16: He just he just uh, mentioned I think something that you're concerned about. What's what's your question?
15: Um, you just answered part of it. Uh, that our kids were were displaced in New York City That's right. in the place of illegal migrants. So. What I want to know in the spirit of making America great again. That's
2: exactly what I expect to hear it look about like.
15: Sanctuary cities. Yeah. Well, they're going to be ended because the Democrats are going to end them because you can't sustain it. If you look at New York, you have a mayor of New York who now is really hostile to the administration because New York City, that's my place. I love New York. It's gone, it's had a tough time. The previous mayor was the worst mayor in the history of our country, De Blasio. Do you ever hear of De Blasio, the worst? BUT WHAT'S HAPPENED IS WE CANNOT, THIS COUNTRY CANNOT SUSTAIN 15 OR 16 MILLION PEOPLE BECAUSE I THINK THAT'S THE REAL NUMBER. I THINK BY THE TIME HIS ADMINISTRATION ENDS AND HOPEFULLY QUICKLY, uh, IT'S GOING TO BE 18 MILLION PEOPLE. THAT'S BIGGER THAN NEW YORK STATE. THAT'S BIGGER THAN JUST ABOUT EVERY STATE OTHER THAN ONE OR TWO.
2: WE'RE JUST THROWING OUT NUMBERS, AREN'T WE? 18 MILLION PEOPLE.
15: REMEMBER THIS. Many of, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, many of those people come from jails and prisons. Many of those people come from mental institutions and And many of those people Boy, wait. are terrorists. You know, I saw on Fox the other day, it was horrible, but beautiful, because from my standpoint, in 2016, they had no terrorists that they know of that came into the country, none. You know, I had the travel ban. They called it the Trump travel ban. They tried to make a big deal. The Supreme Court very intelligently approved it. Without that, we would have had blow-ups. We had no terrorist attacks at all during my four years. We had the Trump travel ban. And by the way, Iran was broke. Iran was broke. I said to China, if you buy oil from Iran, you're not dealing in here. They immediately dropped. India, France, Italy, all of these countries were buying from Iran. Iran would give out billions of dollars to terrorists, they had no money. I watched a Democrat congressman the other day on one of the shows, and he said, I'll say one thing about Trump, he said, Trump. I'll say one thing about Trump. When he, uh, when he did that number on Iran, they were broke. They were absolutely broke. When I left, they were broke. They had no money. We no don't
2: money kill mass shootings. Hezbollah, there was no
15: money for anybody. They had no money. And you would say that too. I mean, I think even the two of you would say, they were absolutely We've said that stoned. In courts, and you know now. how much money they have now? in three years under biden they have 250 billion dollars again the energy business is a big business and not to mention the five hostages that they paid six billion dollars for not to mention they got 10 billion dollars for supplying some electricity to iraq which by the way they own and iraq has 300 billion dollars and essentially it's a subsidiary it's a subsidiary of of Iran. It should have never happened Iraq. Remember, I used to say a long time ago when I was a civilian. Now I'm sort of a civilian, but I think I'll never be quite a civilian again.
2: He doesn't know to what me, civilian means. Used to say, don't
15: go into Iraq. Don't do it. Don't do it. But if you're going to do it, keep the oil. Remember, keep the oil? They <laughs> keep the oil. So they have $300 billion.
2: Yes, they are. And we nuts. have nothing.
15: We have nothing. You know, they used to say about wars to the victor belong the spoils.
2: We it looks like President it's President getting heated Trump. over here on... We are run by fools. We're run by stupid Republican people. debate.
15: But we ran it very smart for four years, and we won everything. We won everything. Mr. President, you're talking a lot about policy. You get questions about what that is that second
7: terms going to look That, that look is like. wrong. You're That's in your never rally. been the case. So here's the, here's the problem with what she's saying.
21: She... She doesn't articulate how this comes to an end, except she was asked uh, after the last debate uh, by, I believe, Megyn Kelly. And she said, you bring it to an end by bringing Ukraine into NATO. But it
2: does gonna going to look like a NATO bingo
21: hall, doesn't it? Ukraine into NATO, that puts the United States at war. Megan said that to her, and then she basically gave a word Thank salad. You, uh, I'll at- say
10: a couple of things, and you're right. Candace has been ahead of the curve on this issue for the last several years. But I'll tell you what we can do. You can't change the past, but you can at least make sure that where there has been injury, there must be justice. And I think as far as I know, I'm the only presidential candidate to pledge to do this. I will require Congress for this one. I'll try to be clear, but it will require Congress. I will repeal the special liability exemptions that pharmaceutical companies enjoy in this country. It is dead wrong.
2: It's worse than a bingo hole. Normally,
10: any product— That's sold to you. If it harms you, you can sue the manufacturer, except for vaccine manufacturers. Why? Crony capitalism, pharmaceutical industry lobbying. It's disgusting. And actually, I love Reagan as a president for a lot of things that he did. He was wrong on this one. And actually, closing the psychiatric hospitals was the same thing. Reagan was actually pretty good at getting lobbied by the pharmaceutical industry. People will get mad for me saying that. It's just a fact. fact. It doesn't take away from his other accomplishments. So that's number one. Number two relates specifically, this one doesn't require Congress. I'm going to do it in my capacity as commander in chief for our U.S. military, especially for you as somebody who served. That's why I'm adding this extra element to this. Anybody who lost their job in the U.S. military for making what for many of those young men is obviously the right choice, young men and women alike, is that you will have your position restored with full back pay times one and a half. That's something I'm wow. committed
0: to
2: do as
10: the next president of the United States. Because well. the
2: military makes you
10: take the all kinds
2: of experimental like vaccines. Never
10: happens again. So those are two examples of tangible things I'll be able to deliver you.
4: And I'd like to give the obligatory for our friends over at YouTube make sure you talk to a trusted medical health professional and not podcasters thanks. about how to take care of your health needs great
12: but, but yes thanks. that's so true like there's so many people that have well, been injured and, and hurt here and they don't have a voice so thank you for being that voice did you have follow-up candace
14: yeah no i just wanted to add on to it uh, just to make sure that people understand this is the issue i'm the most passionate about i have an entire show called a shot in the dark to educate people it was not the covid 19 vaccine first it's all of the vaccines and people are not aware of what the ingredients are or not what? Aware. That the FDA insert, I created the show, I do not use weird sources. It's the CDC website and the FDA inserts that warn you of what can happen if you take these vaccines. Um, It's important for people to understand the history of the illnesses that you Think you're fearful of, that you have no idea. Uh, mumps, measles, rubella, people don't know anything about these diseases. And yet think that Big Pharma came and cleaned these things up. It's a deep dive that I've done. It's the most important work that I do. Um, and to
0: Big
2: Pharma did not clean those things
14: diseases, up. The autoimmune diseases that we're seeing today. Um, it is all related to the vaccines that they're giving children. And it is directly related to the lobbying. We've got more Big Pharma lobbyists than we do.
0: She is
14: full of disease, shit. And entirely problematic. But um, if you are a parent... Here's a titty a girl, slap. Just a person, a titty slap! Come on. And as I said, we only use above the board because I am not a doctor. You should not listen to me. <laughs> I am just a mother of three children. I don't vax any of my children, as people know. Because
2: you're a um, dumbass, and you're one of the reasons why measles, well, mumps, I'm and rubella they're coming back. To
14: getting vaccines, you should understand what the risks are. Oh, yeah,
4: Bill Gates I, I definitely knows what's right. For right, you. and I want to stress this point too, because a lot of people have also responded to us when we've said, you know, find a medical professional you trust. Hey, if you go to a doctor and they're a bad doctor and they're not giving you good advice, you got a bad doctor. Same is true for any plumber or carpenter. There, there, there are good doctors out there that can that can tell you what you need to know, and I recommend you find.
9: Them.
12: It's very empowering to question your doctor. Well, the first time you do, and you realize they're just people, yeah. and they'll answer your question. Okay. Second
0: opinions like a are a normal thing. I don't trust fat doctors. But oh, that's just me. Oh
2: anyway. I don't trust fat doctors. I,
10: I got two people here I was going to bring up earlier. I forgot. is, If, uh, if oh, you guys absolutely. are gone, if we could pull up a chair. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I actually got uh, Jeff Shipley and Steve Holt, two state legislators. Steve in Holt! Iowa, who actually endorsed me in the last 24 hours. And actually, one of them I want to bring up. These are good. A lot of these are state-level questions. Two smart guys.
2: Are there proud boys in that audience? And, uh, Steve Holt, in particular, was a Steve you
10: know, this was a strong Ron DeSantis disor did the d- uh, endorser and and came over.
2: Thank you, Ron DeSantis.
21: So I'm glad you guys came, came over, over. to the light. Join us up. To say we trust Israel to make these decisions. They're a good ally of ours we should
18: trust their judgment on these sensitive issues. Governor DeSantis, 15 seconds, 15-second 15 clarification. Do you support the mass removal of Palestinians from Gaza? So, as president, I am not going to tell them to do that. I think there's a lot of issues with that. But if
21: they make the calculation that to avert a second Holocaust, they need to do that. I think some of these Palestinian Arabs, Saudi Arabia should take Thank some. You. Is, Egypt should take some. They've never
18: been with Why? Except- any of these Thank folks you, in their own neighborhood. Thank you, Governor. Governor Haley.
7: Well, first of all, we need to understand that the reason we need to support Israel is Israel's a bright spot in a tough neighborhood. They are the tip of the spear when it comes to defeating terrorism. It has never been that Israel needs America. It has always been that America needs Israel. When I was at the United Nations, I fought every day for Israel. I had no idea. What I said at the United can We Nations, stop giving a them two-state money. two-state solution wasn't something that was possible because Israel would always come to the table and the Palestinians wouldn't. But right now we have to make sure that Israel has the support that it needs. There should be three things. Give Israel whatever it wants to get the job done to eliminate Hamas once and for all and three do whatever it takes to bring the hostages home. But it's really rich that Ron is going to act like he suddenly cares for Israel when he brought the person to Iowa that's the most anti-Israel Republican in the state, the person that went and voted against Israel's right to exist in Congress, the person that voted with the squad against deal. anti-Semitism on college campuses, Thank you, Governor. and you brought that person you, to, to Iowa to go and and campaign with Governor's, you. If that's your friend. Governor I'd DeSantis. Hate to see She's obviously referring to
18: Congressman Tom Massey from. OK, OK. Yeah, I
21: was a little too confused too. The when, when, that, when the, when the attacks true. happened
18: against Israel, I knew it was going to be a big deal for Florida. We have one
21: of the largest Israeli American populations in the country, and we've been a, a haven for Orthodox Jews in particular since I've been governor. And you know what? Biden wasn't helping Americans get out of the war zone these are people that were stranded so i did an executive order we scrambled planes and we rescued over 700 americans from israel and well, them i i state am in
2: the state of florida you almost got always in opposition to Thomas things like this are happening but he's one of, of those republicans i feel we could work with on campaign finance reform did that
21: early in my administration there is appetite for it on the ride doing some of the things that you've seen i just announced in the state of the state address yesterday or 2 days ago that we are going to say and not just for jewish students anyone who's having religious being... Uh, you might get
2: a good vote Florida on it uh, out of him. In their faith in uh, a college
21: around the country. We're going to wait. Like
2: the security the state apparatus. apparatus. So that
21: people can come to Florida.
2: A uh, few right wingers that could help us take down the NSA. Out. Really, I didn't know he was a proponent of green energy.
18: Fears of this war Fucking actually, Kentucky's war weird in like that. ...and Governor Haley just yesterday, the U.S. Navy shot down 21... It's,
2: a, it's amazing to me that by pot by is not more prevalent in Kentucky because it is a good, good climate for it, and it has a history uh, of hemp forming.
18: Republican Senator Lindsey Graham is calling for the U.S. to conduct retaliatory strikes inside Iran. Would you order strikes inside Iran?
7: Well, first of all, notice Ron didn't say anything about the fact that he did bring that most anti-Israel Republican into this state. Um, to campaign. He also hasn't told you that the only Republican Jewish state legislator left his campaign because he wasn't dealing with the neo-Nazi marches and wasn't dealing with anti-Semitism properly. When it comes to Iran, what we have to understand, there would be no Hamas without Iran. There would not be Houthis without Iran. There wouldn't be Hezbollah without Iran. And when you look at the strikes that are happening in Iraq and Syria, that is because of Iran. They're pulling the puppet strings. What we need to do is the idea that we've had over a hundred Thirty strikes on our men and women in Iraq and Syria is unconscionable. We're supposed to have their backs. And Biden has been slow. He's been hiding in a corner and he hasn't dealt with it. Well, he's fucking
1: old.
2: Of course he's slow.
7: Of the production that they have that's allowing them to do those strikes. It's hugely important that we do that. And you can't do that if you have a secretary of defense that is in ICU and the president doesn't even know about it. What bothers me is how does Biden not... Talk to his Secretary of Defense every single day, knowing that we have a war in Europe, a war in the Middle East, that we have our American military with strikes going on them. We've got brain injuries. Because we
2: have such a large right government now. that one As position is not spell, all that important. The idea
7: that the Secretary of Defense would not even be in contact with the president, much less in contact with his staff, is unforgivable.
18: Governor DeSantis. So-
7: After
21: the attacks against Israel, anyone with half a brain knows Iran is behind this. They fund Hamas, they fund Hezbollah. Uh, we did a special session in the legislature down in Florida, we expanded sanctions against Iran. If we were our own country, we'd be the 14th largest economy in the world. The root of this is Biden came into office and he relaxed the sanctions on Iran. They've had massive amounts of money flooding into their country, just like under the Obama administration. They the take that money woke. and they use it to fund jihad around the world. Uh, I'm the only one running for president that served uh, in the armed forces. I deployed uh, to Iraq back in Uh, 2007-2008, so I understand what our our military goes through. I would never put our troops in harm's way like Biden is doing in the Middle East without defending them with everything they got. If you harm a, a hair on the head of one of our service members, you are going to be have hell to pay. He's leaving them out to dry.
2: I'm and pretty I sure that, uh, as someone mentioned earlier, with the burn pits, we're doing more to harm soldiers.
18: We'll be right back after this. The enemy the For real-time debate
2: analysis. Stay with us. Back to Trump.
15: When elections, uh, if you look at it, Iran DeSantis, I don't know what he really believes, because, you know, you never know with a politician, and he's just another politician as far as I'm concerned. But uh, his poll numbers have gone down to a level that he's going to be out of the race very soon. He's going to be out very soon. You know, I watched him last night. He's standing up with his shoes, his fancy shoes.
2: I didn't think Uh, you'd make it to Iowa, but apparently he will. He's within, you know, a lot of days away.
15: Before New Hampshire. I don't know if that were the reason i hope it wasn't the reason i hope it's for other reasons i can see a lot of other reasons why he shouldn't be but he's doing very very poorly it happened to coincide with that because a lot of people say a lot of you know if you talk five or six weeks a lot of women don't know if they're pregnant in five or six weeks i want to get something where people are happy you know this has been tearing a a country apart for 50 years nobody's been able to do anything and again you can only ask that question and you ask it brilliantly and i understand exactly where you're coming from i love where you're coming from but we still have to win elections and they've used this uh you know we have some great republicans and they're great on the issue and you would love them on the issue uh and a lot of them have just been decimated in the election decimated i mean absolutely so uh we're going to come up with something that people want and people like uh, I would love you to. First of all, you have to go with your heart. Okay, you have to go with your heart first. Go with your heart, your mind, go with it. But you do also have to put in there a little bit. You have to win elections. But if it weren't for me with Roe v. Wade, you wouldn't even be talking about this up. You wouldn't be asking that question because we'd. Write, I remember this. They're the radicals. We're not the radicals because they'll kill a baby. Remember, I had the debate with crooked Hillary Clinton, which I don't call it crooked anymore. I use it now for Joe Biden, as you know. I call her beautiful Hillary. She's a beautiful woman. Come on, man. But in the debate with Hillary Clinton, I I said, you know, she's willing to rip the baby out of the womb in the ninth month. And, you know, I never heard this. It happened to me. It just came to me during that debate. I didn't go up there thinking I was going to say that. And she even winced. Nobody wants to see that happening after a certain period of time. Nobody. They're the radicals because they're willing to kill the baby in eight months, nine months, or even after birth. If you remember the former governor of Virginia, where he said, you kill the baby after the ninth month, or even after you set the baby aside, and you have a conversation with the mother. And if the conversation, can you imagine? But these are the radicals. We're not the radicals. We are not the radicals. But we're living in a time when there has to be a little bit of a concession one way or the other. And I think... uh, You know, I want to get, I want to get it right. I have to get it right. But without what I did, you would never even be asking that question because there was no chance that that was going to happen. For 54 years, they campaigned on that issue and nobody pulled it off but me. So I think you're going to be happy in the end. Thank you very
16: much. All right, let's, uh, thank you very much for that question. Let's go to uh, Bo. Bo, you're from Madrid, Iowa
2: uh madrid
16: though. i'm so sorry Madred. i knew i could get through every city i thought uh, well madrid uh, do you know how you're going to caucus
12: uh trump 100 oh i like it uh,
16: you do have a question
12: thank you go ahead okay ask um, how would you de-escalate global tensions and keep the united states out of foreign wars
15: yeah uh, do it through peace through strength you know Uh, I JUST SAW SOMETHING WHERE I I WAS THE ONLY PRESIDENT. FOR 78 YEARS, NO WAR STARTED. with. NOW I WIPED OUT ISIS. YOU KNOW, I DID A THING THAT WAS... I WON'T GO INTO NAMES. I WON'T GO INTO SPECIFICS. BUT WE DID A THING THAT NOBODY THOUGHT WAS POSSIBLE. DID IT VERY QUICKLY. I WITHDREW FROM SYRIA. I WITHDREW FROM IRAQ. I WITHDREW. THEY WANT TO PUT PEOPLE BACK. WE'RE IN COUNTRIES THAT DON'T EVEN WANT US. WE'RE WITH COUNTRIES THAT A LOT OF YOU NEVER EVEN HEARD THE NAMES OF THESE COUNTRIES. YOU KNOW, THERE'S A GREAT LEADER, IN MY OPINION, is VERY STRONG. SOME PEOPLE SAY IT'S TERRIBLE TO SAY THAT, BUT HE IS. VICTOR ORBAN, HE'S THE PRIME MINISTER OF Hungary. AND THEY ASKED HIM WHAT WOULD YOU DO? THERE ARE WARS ALL OVER THE WORLD RIGHT NOW. HE SAID WHAT I DO IS MAKE SURE THE AMERICAN PEOPLE VOTE FOR DONALD TRUMP FOR PRESIDENT BECAUSE WHEN HE WAS PRESIDENT, China feared him. I don't want to be feared. I kind of expected he Putin or Oon. I mean, she's a very tough cookie. But I think they did fear us. China feared him. Russia feared Could him. Could have been Erdogan. I even got along with Kim Jong-un. You know, getting along with people with hundreds of nuclear weapons is not a bad thing. You know, they want to make it like a bad thing. It's a very good thing. But peace through strength. They didn't want to mess around. It would have never happened in
2: Ukraine, Russia. That is Dana Bash. Would have never happened in her white face and her you white, and her white suit. Just uh, illuminating my <laughs> living room.
15: They see a weak president in our country, and they did something. You see really Dana's white suit, so, white hair. Strength. We're not gonna have to fight. So on the other with side, that, of the with part, that being said, okay. you always have to be prepared. And I rebuilt our entire military. And think of it, Biden gave $85 billion worth of our military to Afghanistan so stupidly. Brand new tanks and planes and everything. 700,000 rifles and guns, 70,000 vehicles, many of them armor-plated vehicles. And by the way, people died. 13 great soldiers died. I've gotten to know the families very well. Uh, Many horribly hurt. And hundreds of people killed, when you include both hundreds of people killed In the most embarrassing moment in the history of our country. So, I I really appreciate the question, and I appreciate very much that uh, you're with me, and I'm with you too. So, from
16: the other side of the party, there are many like Governor Haley who said that you are now more of an isolationist than you were, and that yeah, you got many concessions from NATO members as president to increase their defense budgets. Hundreds of billions of dollars. But diets? there's a l- real concern what a second Trump term would mean. Would you be committed to NATO,
15: for example, in a second Trump term? Depends if they treat us properly. Look, NATO has taken advantage of our country. The European countries took advantage of, uh, I want to use a word starting with an S. But Who are don't
2: the, don't the people the that are on Very good looking Pimble's
15: podcast? The I assume they're watching on television. But they took advantage of us on trade, and then they took advantage of us on our military. Yeah, you
2: saw it too. Let's, let's find out, I guess.
15: Only eight countries were paid up.
9: Here than just this incident, and armed
12: security is a great way to
9: prevent the symptom from manifesting, but there's something much, much deeper going on in the hearts and minds of our children where they're willing to you know, commit these psychopathic acts so it's it's a very serious issue and it's much more widespread than just these events this is certainly a growing pattern the pattern appears to be growing worse this
2: dude has thought about committing a school shooting
9: I was having a conversation yesterday with our colleague representative Bowden about these issues and I just wanted to get on my knees and pray because we need as much help as possible in navigating these issues and giving our children uh, a life worth living and in the on your knees son uh, it's horrific, and yeah, armed security is certainly a great step in the right direction, but we need to go as deep as possible to help these kids through whatever they're suffering through. Jane?
5: My name is Jeremy.
4: My name is Jeremy. Hey.
2: Um, so, Vivek, I was
12: like, I feel like this kind of goes along with the last question. I feel like morale has been on a steep decline in this country for quite a long time. Um, I feel like mental health kind of plays into that and yeah kinda of going with the last question. Um I believe a big reason for that is the American dream is just getting farther and farther out of reach for a lot of us. Um Yeah. So my question to you Ask is Ask the
2: billionaire about that corporate interest out of real estate. And
12: if and or if so, how would you make that happen? Sure I think with respect to China, I
10: think it's a simple answer. China's buying up land in this country. They shouldn't. Any CCP affiliate should not be buying land in the United States of America. And that's that's an easy answer, but I think there's something deeper going on in this country. And there is a sickness, and I think that what happened in Perry, Iowa, that's a symptom of a deeper void in this country, a void of
2: I endorse the beanie. meaning
10: and identity. And I'll be the first to say, I don't think a U.S. president can alone fill that full void, but I think we can fill it partially with a national identity that we lack right now we're hungry to be part of something bigger than ourselves yet we can't even answer Do not what
2: flaunt your to baldness an American today and i think that's half the job of the oh were you expecting all this hair i got over here
10: i've had some great policy decisions. growing back but i think half the job of the next u.s president not a congressman or a senator but the u.s president is to revive our national character to answer who we actually are as Americans, to fill that void of purpose and meaning with something other than wokeism or transgenderism or climatism Stop or covetism.
17: Otherwise, we'll same reason you see depression,
10: who. anxiety, fentanyl, suicide, gender dysphoria. These are symptoms of that deeper void of... Wait,
2: gender dysphoria is because of wokeness. And I do think
10: part of the job of the U.S. president is to get out of the way so that pastors and parents and teachers and coaches across this country can play their role too. But I'm stepping up and volunteering to play my part to revive that. Do
2: they have one one of those things you put on your hand? And yes, you're right. Grub.
10: tend to be more proud of a country when they're making more money in that country. Yeah, I I couldn't get it that close either. He's just, he's naturally bald. bald. I think that was actually literally a line of one of the other presidential candidates, but there's not
2: it's much to shave for. Him. And
10: hanging on for life support is where we are, but I think it can be. Well, again, and I think that that's going to take simple economic policies that at least grease
2: the wheels. All right, it's I think going I'm going to go back to hunger. The CNN debate.
7: Graduate high school. Nikki so Haley. We we started holding kids back instead of pushing them forward. We brought in their parents. We did reading remediation, and we set them up for success. We've got to do that all over our country. We only have 31% of eighth graders in our country are proficient in reading. 27% of eighth graders are proficient in math. If we don't do something, we're going to be in a world of hurt 10 years from now. That's why I want to take as many federal programs from DC as we can and send them down to the state level.
2: Mainly because in I wanted education. to switch the we screens
7: of K-12 programs. I felt like
2: it made more to sense to have Trump in the GOP the debate over on the right.
7: And that way states can handle it themselves. People in Iowa know best what types of education they need. Secondly, parents should decide what types of education their children get, what mode of education. And we should have complete... Oh,
2: no, i got to switch it back. That actually doesn't work. No
7: parent should ever wonder what's being said or taught to their child in the classroom. That's why we'll have all of the curriculums online for every parent to see. And we need to start Putting vocational classes back in our high schools. Let's teach our kids how to do things. We did that in South Carolina. We had apprenticeships. We taught our kids how to. Got build too
2: them elaborate a system education. that fucks everything up, When we up, start putting that.
7: education back in the states and away from D.C., that's when we'll start to see that we're going back to the basics. We're doing what parents want, and we're doing what the industry in you, that Governor. state needs. Well, thank
18: you, Governor. Governor DeSantis, I'm coming to you right now. Governor DeSantis, you have supported limits on what subjects can be taught and how, including American history in Florida schools. You have also made it easier to remove books from public school libraries. You say you want to, quote, make America Florida. Do you want to implement those Florida school policies nationwide?
21: I'll get to that in a sec. So uh, Nikki Ailey said she wants parents to decide on the education. It's
2: like Trump is wrapping,
21: wrapping up. For He's governor, out of the crowd. Do school choice to be able to give private scholarships, particularly to low-income families. And she was governor but the, and never The Trump
2: it. Town Hall has concluded.
21: I delivered the biggest school choice expansion in the history of the United States. We beat the teachers' union. We've even done paycheck protection so that school unions, so that teachers aren't forced to do dues, and now they're choosing other things. So we've done it right in Florida, and the results speak for themselves. Now, uh, we the have one of the top needed, performing-
8: what's here. So join us, please, this weekend for Fox's special coverage. Previewing the Iowa caucuses, Neil Cavuto kicks off on Saturday. Yeah,
2: Trump wrapping up over Sunday here. Sunday
8: in its regular time at 3 p.m. Eastern from here in Des Moines. And
16: special report will also have a show this Sunday from Des Moines at our normal slot, 6 p.m. Eastern. Monday night, the election special, Democracy 24, the Iowa caucuses will air.
2: Vivek's still Eastern going strong we'll over in nation- whatever low-rent venue this is. Astronomical. Yes.
10: Well, I'm going to say something that you're not supposed to say, even in the Republican Party, but it's the truth. The climate change agenda is a hoax. And here's the dirty little secret. It has nothing to do with the climate. What it has to do is, so I can almost at least prove it to you very quickly. Prove it. The people who are most opposed to the use of fossil fuels in the United States are also the ones who are perfectly fine shifting those same carbon emissions to places like China in the name of stopping global warming. Wait. You can't believe both those things at the same time. Or the very people who are most opposed to fossil fuels are among those who are the most opposed as well to nuclear energy in the United States, which is the greatest form of carbon-free energy.
2: That is not a, that is not a complete again, you circle. can't believe both those things at the same time enough. if you're applying principles of logic. Just some of
10: that. But if you're subscribing to a quasi-religious cult, I won't even call it a religion because the religion has withstood the test of time. I would call this a cult, climate cult. You can believe anything you want and they even have their patron saint modern what they view joan of arc figure a psychologically challenged individual known as Greta Thunberg, who they you know view as a modern joan of arc patron saint time figure it has all the qualities of religion flogging yourself gas stoves, self-punishment engaging in the equivalent of wearing a hair shirt and flogging yourself many religions across cultures hinduism has a version of this too as engaging in sort of bodily discomfort and harm to substitute for this self-punishment that's kind of what the climate religion is. It has all of the elements of a religion, except not having... Happen- it, it
2: doesn't make not- any That's sense. I
10: call it a cult. Now, what am I going to do about it? Any mandate from the federal government to even measure carbon emissions is out the door. I think we're even measuring the wrong thing. We should be measuring human health, economic mobility, prosperity, rather than this one arbitrary measure of carbon emissions. And the problem is when you start measuring it, you actually have something that all four of us here are opposed to, is all kinds of strange things the federal government starts doing, like subsidizing people to capture carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, build pipelines, bury it in the ground. You have all sorts of strange things like subsidizing electric vehicles. I have no problem with somebody choosing to buy an electric vehicle because it looks cool or drives the way you want it to or whatever reason you want to, really. Just don't expect me to pay for it, which is exactly what's happening today. And by the way, if they can build a pipeline across the backyard without your consent to bury carbon dioxide in the ground, next up is your gas stove. They'll come and take it, leave a $50 check in your mailbox. That's eminent domain for you. Or take your cow or take your combustion engine vehicle. And so this is a cult. I think it's one of the greatest threats that we face in the United States of America to our sovereignty today is the global climate cult. And it is shameful that I think it is outside of the Overton window of even the Republican Party to actually talk about it in the terms that I just did. But we have to see that. If you think COVID, it it, it sort of has a similar pattern to it. But at least that came and went. This one's here to stay. I think that was just the practice round for the climate emergency that's coming I've up. i just
2: got a cat and playing actually, like I'm, a little baby I'm not, in I'm my most
10: censored presidential candidate, according to this nonprofit group. But one time where my social media account was outright locked, it's only happened once, was when I stated certain hard facts about the climate movement. Eight times as many people died last year of cold temperatures rather than warm ones. The earth is more covered by green surface area coverage today because carbon dioxide is actually plant food. And the reality is 98% reduction in the climate disaster death rate over the last century. The number of people who die of climate-related disasters for every 100 who died in 1920, that number is two today. That's due to advances powered by fossil fuels. And so that's the inconvenient truth for the actual climate movement. And it's gonna take a leader with the spine at the top in the United States, not to do the waffly thing the, the Republican thing to do here is, why are we moving so quickly? China's not doing stuff either. I mean, these are sort of Nikki Haley type talking points or, or even other Republicans. It doesn't matter. That's a standard Republican line on these, on these matters. I think the right answer is actually to start with the truth. This is not an existential risk to humanity. Climate change has existed as long as the earth has existed. And we should not be focused on one metric of carbon Man, dioxide emissions, really where people are dying more of bad climate change policies than they are of climate change itself. And so the humane thing to do is to say oh no, no, no to this cult I mean, and yes to, to human flourishing
19: and growth.
7: So you want to debate. talk about leadership and he wants to go and, and put it down. let me tell you what leadership is leadership is the fact that i went into south carolina that had 11 percent unemployment rate leadership is the fact that we turned it into an economic powerhouse building planes building cars building tires we were named the beasts of the southeast we moved the 11 percent unemployment down to four percent we announced jobs in every county in the state we moved 35,000. Um, people on welfare to work. We changed our prison system to where we now have the lowest recidivism rate in the country. We passed voter ID. We passed tort reform. We did pension reform. We paid down our debt. We cut taxes. We made sure that people were proud again. We did e-verify in the first six months, not five years like Ron. So don't go and pick on school choice and say that that's leadership. When I got to the UN, we cut a billion dollars off the top, and we took the kick-me-son off of our backs, and America was respected again at the UN. I know on. what leaders
0: yeah.
19: We're moving on to a topic, oh. that both of you have made central to your campaign, and that is China. Governor Haley, American farmers were hurt by former President Trump's trade. Every
2: time Dana Bash Trump is Trump's on the Trump's screen, it illuminates my living room. $2
19: billion in subsidies to farmers. You have vowed to be even. That's how white she is. is. On China. If your trade policies also end up hurting America's farmers, are you prepared
7: to cut a check just like he did? Well, that's why Trump should be here on this debate stage. He should have to defend it. So, first of all, I've said China is our number one national security threat. I fought them every single day at the United Nations. What does that
2: say that Trump they're doesn't they're have to wrong. be on that the debate stage and do do you are getting slaughtered? selling
7: them any land and we take back the land they already purchased. We need to go to our universities and we say you either take Chinese money or you take American money, but the days of taking both are over. We need to stop all of the technologies that are going to China. Biden approved 70% of them. Trump approved even more than that. We have to tell them we're going to end all normal trade relations with them until they stop murdering Americans with fentanyl. And we need to make sure we build up our military. But the biggest thing, I was very attached to China in terms of trade. And the one thing we'll do is we won't wait for the China to pull the rug out from under Iowans. What we'll do is instead we will move that trade to where we have friends. We will go and build partnerships, India, Japan, south korea philippines australia israel we will go and move that trade over right now you can ask our farmers when they go and they buy from china china orders cancels the order then goes and tries to buy it cheap that's what china does our farmers deserve better than that. We will get them trade deals. When I was governor in South
2: Carolina... Everything
7: we were making in South Carolina. When I'm president, we will sell and export everything that's being made in Iowa to those that are our friends, not our enemies. Thank you. Governor DeSantis, your response?
21: The way you deal with China is threefold. One, we need more hard power in the Indo-Pacific. I'm a Navy guy. We need more sea power. We're going to build that up. We're going to have a strategy to deny their ability to invade Taiwan or to get beyond the first island chain. Uh, on the current course, they're going to take advantage of Biden, and we're going to rue the day when that happens. Second, we got to decouple our economy, particularly things that are nationally uh, it, it significant to our national survival. And you got to be methodical, strategic about it. There's a lot of moving parts there, but we're going to do that. Uh, you know, Nikki Haley's not going to be able to do that because a lot of her supporters make a lot of money in China, and so she's going to talk tough but she'll cave on that. And then also with here in the United States, she's saying they shouldn't be buying land and be in the universities. When she was governor of South Carolina, the state gave China land and and they were in the universities. As governor in Florida, I banned China from buying land and we kicked them out of our universities. That's what you wanna do.
7: DeSantisLies.com. he has an economic did it again. arm you had an office in hong kong on the website it said that florida is a great place to do bu- for chinese companies to do business and then when we called you out on it you had the website scrubbed so we know that that's the case what i will tell you is we need to focus on
2: roundsandeslaws.com on
7: china and we need to make sure that we look at it through a national security lens when we had covid everybody told you to wear a mask it was made in China. They told you to take a COVID test. You turn it over. It was made in China. If you go down the drugstore aisle all those medicines are made in China. We need to make sure we're getting medicines made here or we need to get it from our friends so that we're not in any way threatened. But I'll tell you Ron continues to sit there and talk about China. He has done expansions in China. His biggest donor that is backed by China gave them $340,000. So don't go and talk about donors and money. No, go to real. DeSantis you're, doing, I
21: economic power you're talking the opposite of what you did. You were made a big effort to bring them into the state. They had land near a military base. You were in front of the Chinese flag saying you work for them. You wrote a letter to the ambassador. That's well documented. You were the okay. number one Republican governor in the country. And even people that on the media who are hostile to me, they look, they say they can't find one instance. Of me as governor recruiting a Chinese company because I haven't done it. It's not been part of that. And the Enterprise Florida, we actually eliminated. So here's the thing though she's backed by companies like BlackRock, she's backed by uh, major companies on Wall Street. They make a lot of money in China. There's a reason why. You're in the mess you are in terms of trying to deal with the inflation and everything uh, because the elites in this country have sold out the middle of the country for China. She is part of that now and she's not going to stand up for you. Governor DeSantis
19: I want to ask about something that you mentioned you've been talking a lot about on the campaign trail which is decoupling the U.S. economy with China's. China is a top supplier of goods to the United States. The U.S. sells more than 150 billion dollars of goods to China every year. Is it really possible? to sever economic ties without inflicting major pain on American business and
21: American consumers? Sure it is, and it's something that you gotta be strategic, you gotta be methodical about. You got to focus on the things that are of national significance. For example, I don't think it's a good idea that the pharmaceuticals come from there, things for our military weaponry, all these important things that if we got into a worldwide conflict, what we're going to ask China, who may be on the other side of that, uh, to continue doing that. So, you well, who outsourced all our manufacturing. manufacturing. We have to do some incentives here in this country tax incentives, regulatory incentives. But I want to make things here again. You know, I look around uh, the country, there's parts of Iowa. have been hollowed out particularly in the eastern part and i've talked to folks and seen what that did for the community we were sold a bill of goods by a lot of elites in this country that somehow putting china in the wto and granting a most favored nation status was going to lead to our manufacturing exporting a bunch of stuff there instead they've gobbled up so much more manufacturing i don't think you can be a first-rate power we
2: export things movies industrial
21: base so we're going to do that here we're going to work. On education. You know, not everyone needs to do a four-year brick-and-Ivy university. Uh, that's not the best way or only way for people to succeed. We're going to do skilled trades. We're going to do vocational. We've done that in Florida. It's going to be a really, really big thing. But I just think the middle of the country has to have those good-paying jobs, uh, and we can't put the interests of some of the people on Wall Street over the interests of Americans on Main Street.
18: Let's move on to uh, Social Security. Let's move on to Social Security. According to the Social Security Administration, Social Security will be unable to pay full benefits in a decade if no action is taken. Governor DeSantis, you have said that you're not going to, quote, mess with Social Security, unquote. Does that mean you have committed to never raising the retirement age and never cutting benefits?
21: So all seniors out there, promise has been made to you. You've paid into this every single paycheck that you've had your entire life. They've taken money out of. Uh, And that promise needs to be fulfilled. So that will happen when I'm president. Of course, I have a lot of seniors in Florida that that depend on Social Security. I know many of them. Uh, And I think back to my own grandmother who was uh, lived till 91. Social Security was her sole source of income. So promise made promise kept. You know on the retirement age you know it used to be people would say well uh, life expectancy is going up shouldn't it mirror that well the problem now in the last five years is life expectancy is going down so I yes. how you can raise the retirement age when our life expectancy is collapsing in this country that's a huge problem in and of itself Uh, I'll work with both sides of the aisle. Uh, We'll work on something for the long-term strengthening, but I am not going to mess with seniors' benefits. Every every
2: lack of of whatever job is because it doesn't pay
21: well enough. Rent is going through the roof. All these staples, and you get a cost of living adjustment, but that's not enough to cover the costs that have been increased. So seniors are really strapped, particularly those that are on fixed income, uh, and they have to know uh, that we're going to deliver when it comes to their Social Security check. Now, we're going to get inflation down. We're going to get energy costs down. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to help seniors, uh, but I think seniors should know promise
18: made will be a promise kept. So just a point of clarification, 15 seconds. Removing mm-hmm. current seniors from the equation. Is
2: Nimrod going to mention You're the, way, saying the saying website again? To never raising the Ron DeSantis is but lying about Social Security. The
21: retirement age in, 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 in the face of, of declining life expectancy. I mean, I think that that would be really bad. I mean, just think about it. That, that hurts blue-collar folks. You get taxed your entire life, life expectancy is down. You may not even be recouping very many benefits. And so uh, life you, expectancy Governor. is declining. Thank you, That's a big Haley.
7: Three years in a row... He voted to raise life expectancy to 70 years old. Three years in a row. Life expectancy? Go to and you'll see it. So now, he it. he's gonna tell you because he's running for president, he's not gonna do it, you can't trust him. What I'll tell you is Social Security is gonna go bankrupt in 10 years. Medicare is gonna go bankrupt in eight. He talks about taking care of seniors right now. It's Florida. It has is the inflation hot spot. It's the highest cost of living of any state in the country. Seniors are having That's to leave true. because they can't afford it. It's documented in DeSantisLies.com. dot What I'll tell you. have only watched is,
2: like half of this debate
7: seniors but we also can't put our head in the sand for those like Ron saying they're not going to touch Social Security that means they're gonna leave I feel like we've it seen it and leave it bankrupt no what we do is we go to those in their 20s and say we're gonna change the retirement Oh yes rate. I'm
2: totally in that group I've been in that group for years Instead
7: of cost-of-living increases we do increases based on inflation we limit benefits on the wealthy Thank you, and we expand Medicare Advantage plans which seniors love. Thank you, that's Governor. how we'll deal with so, sure
2: these hill $2. praise deal
21: when you do the change in calculation, reducing the benefits, so let's just put this in perspective. Uh, under her administration, you would have
2: Tyris so was really a pissed over Fox
21: news. While your tax dollars are going to pay the pensions of Ukrainian bureaucrats, that's not true. You talk about that's putting such Americans a lie, last. Man. That is wrong. you supported <laughs> all that money going over there. So let's put you're our so own people desperate. first. We you're have just to put so Governor so Governor Haley. And speak. she also said she said recently that the the age of Social Security is way too low and I I criticized that and then she was called on it and then she said she never said it of course you're lying and then sure enough you put on the interview where she's there, spit an image, and she says it's way too low. So, you know, we can play this song and dance. She has a record. She makes statements, and I think part of the problem with her her candidacy is now that she's getting scrutiny, uh, she's got this problem with ballistic podiatry, uh, shooting herself in the foot every other day, <laughs> saying things that now she doesn't even take questions from people.
18: Thank you, Governor DeSantis. Governor Haley, you. Oh my God, this is this being cringe. American, but you have not said what that age should be. Should voters in their 20s plan on working until they're 70? Ballistic
2: podiatry. You heard that correct?
7: Raise the retirement age to 73 different times. He can call me whatever name and be demeaning as much as he wants. It doesn't change the fact that Ron's lying because Ron's losing. Everybody in the country sees it for what it is.
2: Understandinglies.com.
7: Yes, we're going to take on, we're going to be responsible with it, and we're going to go to those in our 20s. When I said the retirement age was too low, again, where he's lying, it's because if you go, and you can go to DeSantisLies.com, I said it's too low if we're going to look at those in their 20s. We have to go and start looking at what we can do to get out of this. We want to make sure that everybody who was promised gets it, but we also want to make sure our kids have something when they get it too. So the way we do that is exactly how I laid it out then we'll know what we're looking at and then we can start focusing the other thing is we need to you can
2: sense the desperation money. on both we of them to
7: Go back to pre-covid levels that's why i'll veto any spending bill that doesn't take us back to pre-covid levels that will save us trillions we've got to go into every agency replace the every the head of every agency and send people into every agency i did that as governor Pull down old regs. Pull down old programs. Get rid of any problem, children, and clean those agencies out and get them mission focused. Beat them like a red-headed
2: stepchild.
7: You need an accountant to go in there and clean it up, but we're not going to take away from anyone else, and he's yet to answer the fact that he voted three times to raise the retirement so Just
18: a age. clarification, uh, Governor Haley. Uh, in 15 seconds, should voters in their 20s plan on having to work until they're 70?
7: They should plan on their retirement age being increased, yes. We're going to change it to reflect more of what uh life experience
21: should be well one of the things that that i think we disagree on too is uh governor haley has said social security is an entitlement but you know it's not an entitlement you're paying into it it's not a welfare program you're being taxed for this your whole life and so
2: to expect to have do we know what entitlement well but what
21: the other thing i'd point out is um social security for decades ran massive surpluses what happened to those surpluses the congress spent the surplus when you they have a big problem with that so number one we need term limits for members of Congress. Number two, we need a balanced need to raise budget the, cap. To the U.S. Constitution. Number three, we need to give the president a line-item veto. And number four, when you see all these congressmen making a killing in the stock market, like Nancy Pelosi, she could run a very lucrative hedge fund, we need a 28th amendment on to the that. Constitution that says, very simply, Congress shall make no law respecting the citizens of the United States that does not also apply to members of Congress themselves. <laughs>
19: abortion which of course has been hotly debated in this Republican primary campaign Governor Haley last week Governor DeSantis said that former President Trump is not pro-life
2: do you agree
7: I mean look I think that he did some pro-life um, things when he was president you'd have to ask him that's why he should be on the
2: kind president. of made a base statement him in a half
7: Trump a half
2: away on earlier
7: governor DeSantis
21: well, look, I think that, that we've, uh, we've stood very strongly for a culture of life. Uh, Governor Reynolds is here. She has stood strongly for a culture of life and a an natural life protection. Uh, we've done it in the state of Florida. Uh, you know, Donald Trump has attacked that. Uh, what they did under Governor Reynolds here in Iowa, he said that that's a quote, terrible, terrible thing. Uh, I don't know how you square that. He was at the March for Life when he was president his last year, and he said that, that life's a gift from God, that the unborn are made in the image of God, and that you needed to have protections uh, for, for those for that human life. And now saying it's a terrible, terrible thing, he's given a gift to the left to weaponize that against pro-lifers, and that's wrong. But here's the thing. Republicans need to do a better job of, of lifting up folks um, who are having children. It's very difficult to raise kids in this environment. You need to help with medical care. You need to help with affordability, and we need to help with education. Uh,
2: high enough for this shit
21: for the whole life. And you got to have some compassion for what is going on. And thank country. you, Governor.
18: Governor, thank you, Governor. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
19: Governor, yesterday in Iowa, you criticized Governor Haley on this issue of abortion. You said she's, quote, indulged in left-wing tropes and chastised pro-lifers. Do you believe Governor Haley is sufficiently pro life
21: I-, I think she's been confused on the issue. I think she's trying to speak to different groups with different things. But when she says things like pro-lifers need to stop talking about uh, throwing women in jail, that's a trope. No one I've ever met thinks that that's something that's appropriate. Uh, these women are in vulnerable situations. They don't get any help a lot of times from, from these fathers who you know, don't want to be their supportive. A lot of times they don't have resources themselves. So it's a very difficult situation. Uh, and we've got to have compassion for those situations. But I think when she starts bringing that in, that's using the language of the left uh, to try to attack pro-lifers. So I think that that, that is wrong. Um, but at the end of the day, I do agree with her on this. Donald Trump should be on this stage. He owes it to you here in Iowa uh, to explain this change he's had and his positioning, to explain why he has a tough time saying whether a man can become a woman or not, uh, to explain why he wants to build a bi- billion-dollar-plus big, man. beautiful new FBI building right in the heart of the swamp in Washington, D.C. Uh, he needs to explain why he didn't build the wall uh, and why he added $7.8 trillion to the debt. Every candidate needs to earn your vote nobody's entitled to your vote. And he comes in here every now and then, he does his spiel, and then he leaves. I've shown up to all 99 counties because it's important. You're a servant of the people, you are not a ruler over the people, and that's the type of president that I will
2: be for you. Governor Daley, your response? Yes,
7: I didn't hear the criticism from Ron about me for being um, pro-life, but I'm not surprised. It's something that he does all day, every day. I am unapologetically pro-life, not because the Republican Party tells me to be, but because my husband is adopted. And I've got my two sweet children sitting in front of me, and I had trouble having both of them. These fellas don't know how to talk about abortion. I've said over and over again, the Democrats put These fear on abortion, and Republicans have used judgment. This is too personal of an issue to put fear or judgment. Our goal should be how do we save as many babies as possible and support as many moms as possible. That's what we're going to focus on doing. We're not going to demonize this issue anymore. We're not going to play politics with this issue anymore. We're going to treat it like the respectful issue that it is. And the tropes that you want to talk about, you keep saying, where is anybody talking about putting a woman in jail or giving her the death penalty? South Carolina. There is legislation right now that would put a woman in jail if she got an abortion. Thank you, Governor. That's why I say that. Thank
2: you, Governor. There is a woman that uh, they that he recommended her case to a grand jury. Have, have mentioned that they believe had a miscarriage that in a toilet. Uh,
18: defending his own record, I just want to remind everybody that he did qualify for this debate and he uh, did not accept our invitation. Both of you talk about how important it is to protect the U.S. Constitution. So he counterprogrammed Two years you. years after losing the 2020 election, Donald Trump wrote on social media about his baseless election lies. "Quote: A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination." of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution," unquote. On that subject, former Vice President Mike Pence has said that on January 6, 2021, Donald Trump put himself over the Constitution. Governor Haley, is there any meaningful difference in how you and Donald Trump view the Constitution?
7: I mean, look, you take an oath to the Constitution, and I think what you're saying is Donald Trump basically said that the election was stolen he went on and on talking about the election being stolen he said that january 6 was a beautiful day i think january 6 was a terrible day and we should never want to see that happen again and i think we have to always be strong on the fact that look we want fair elections and we saw some discrepancies in those elections in 2020 that should be concerning that's why i passed no. voter id in south carolina that's why i think when absentee ballots go out you should be able to verify signatures that's why i think ballots need to be counted on Election Day and you should get results on Election Day. But those, that election, Trump lost it. Biden won that election. And the idea that he's gone and carried this out forever to the point that he's going to continue to say these things to scare the American people are wrong. We've seen a lot of states come together and do more election integrity bills. We need to do more than that. We still have three or four states that I'm worried about that don't have that. But at the end of the day, I will always defend and fight for the Constitution. That's what we should do as Americans. I think what happened on January 6th was a terrible day, and I think President Trump will have to answer for
18: it. So just to clarify, A clarification, Governor. Is there any meaningful difference in how you and Donald Trump view the Constitution?
7: Well, I mean, I think that he says January 6th was a beautiful day. I don't think it was a beautiful day. I think you look at that. He thinks that he could go and bring in the fact that he wanted to change what the states did. The fact that he wanted to overturn the elections in D.C. Those votes happen at the state level. You don't ever allow in D.C. for those votes to be changed at the federal level. States' rights matter. Thank you,
18: Governor. Governor DeSantis, is there any meaningful difference in how you and Donald Trump view the Constitution?
21: My role model for how to do the Constitution is uh, George Washington. He said, the Constitution is the guide that I will never abandon. And I remember when I took an oath to be an officer in the U.S. Navy, uh, you you, you raise that hand, you put that left hand on the Bible— and it's interesting. The oath doesn't say that you're going to defend the shores of the United States uh, or, or engage in, in military conflict. The oath simply says that you will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. As president of the United States, you will preserve, protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. You can't just terminate the Constitution. I mean, I know he does, you know, word vomit from time to time on social media, but obviously I will uphold the Constitution. But And I think it's fine to criticize Donald Trump. And I know the media brings this up a lot. Uh, but you know who else deserves to be criticized? The people that violated the Constitution during COVID to lock people out of schools, to destroy wait,
2: wasn't that also Trump?
21: On people to try to force vaccines. I'm going to bring a reckoning to all these agencies: the CDC, the NIH, the FDA. They harm people in this country. And when Dr. Fauci said there thank was you, a no learning loss for kids. That's a disgrace. Thank you, Governor.
18: There's a reckoning coming. So, let's talk about. There's
2: a reckoning coming.
18: How you view the powers of the presidency because your opponent Donald Trump was in court yesterday for a hearing on presidential immunity and Governor DeSantis, I'm wondering if you agree with the argument that Donald Trump's lawyer made in court that a president should have immunity for any conduct in office, including, as the judge asked, ordering the assassination of a political rival unless the president gets impeached and convicted by the Senate for the offense first.
21: Well, obviously, that attorney uh, gave the case away on that, on that explanation. I think the D.C. Circuit is going to rule against Donald Trump on that issue. I'm not exactly sure what the outer limits are. I don't think it's necessarily been litigated. It's not going to be an issue with me because I'm always going to follow the Constitution. Um, and we're going we're to uphold uh, the, the best traditions of the office. And, and I'm going to be a president you can be proud of. Uh, You know, I think it's important that uh, people be able to look to the president and say, hey, you know, that's somebody that's that's worthy of emulating. And so my wife and I, we just view ourselves to try to to do well for our kids and to make sure they're proud of us. And we set a good example. Uh, So so that's what we would do in that situation. But I think there's a larger issue. Republicans have got to think of it. Donald Trump's going to lose that appeal.
2: They're both so unlikable.
0: ...stacked
21: left wing D.C. jury of all Democrats. Uh, what are the odds that he's going to get through that? And that, that even talking about the, the, the validity of the charges. I don't think he gets through that. And so what are we going to do as Republicans in terms of who we nominate for president? If Trump is the nominee, it's going to be about January 6th, legal issues, criminal trials. The Democrats and the media would love to run with that. Uh, I'm not running for my issues. I'm running for your issues. We need to make this election a referendum on the failures of Joe Biden, the failures of the Democratic Party, and how we have the formula to engineer a great comeback for this country. That's what I would do.
18: Thank you, Governor. Governor Haley. Governor Haley, your
7: response.
18: Sorry, I didn't hear the question. Uh, Your response. Do you agree with the argument? Do you have it? Lawyer made in court that a president should have immunity for any conduct, including an ordering the assassination of a political rival unless that president is impeached and convicted by the Senate for that offense first. No,
7: that's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, we need to use some common sense here. You can't go and kill a political rival and then claim, you know, immunity from a president. I think we have to start doing things that are right. He and did. He said we should have leaders that we can look up to. Well.
2: The, the dude that's going to beat you in this primary absolutely did argue that. Is
7: What has President Trump done? You look at the last few years, and our country is completely divided. It's divided over extremes, it's divided over hatred, it's divided over the fact that People think that if someone doesn't agree with you, that they're bad. And now we have leaders in our country that decide who's good and who's bad, who's right and who's wrong. That's not what a leader does. What a leader does is they bring out the best in people and get them to see the way forward. That's what we need in our country. We don't need this chaos anymore. We need someone who's going to be a new generational leader that brings sanity back to America.
18: Thank you so much. The CNN Republican presidential debate live from Drake University. Uh, we'll be back right after this.
2: Oh, my God. Over to Tim Pool, and Ramaswamy, Grandma
10: And I hope those in the media who, who have failed have step up and do their part. And, you know, all I'm going to ask is of the citizens of this country to do your part here in
12: Iowa starting on
10: Monday. And that's what gets us there. So thank you. I appreciate you I,
12: asking the I question. Sometimes I think that it's more valuable to lie to the people. And, and it's actually what? better. In that we're talking about like secret weapons programs. You mentioned UAPs. If we're working on like the atom bomb, they didn't want to come out and be like, by the way, Germany and everyone listening, we're building an atom bomb. They didn't, they were like, are you building an atom bomb? No, we are not building an atom So, So there's times that you want to blatantly lie and not even igno- like say that the thing is not existent.
10: So, so I, I disagree about the distinction between secrecy versus lying. I, are there certain s- state secrets? They need to be state secrets. Yes systematically lying when asked about it I think is a different matter. And so I think that's a, that's a hard line to, but it, but you and I would still agree that at a certain point you have a government that still tells the truth to the people again. And I think we deserve to know the truth of all the way what happened to I mean what's the truth of what happened with JFK? I think we should know. I mean I think the public should know. We've been non-transparent about it every step of the way. People call me conspiracy theorists for asking the question. That's not the point. The point is the government just deserves to at a certain point in time tell the people the truth again. And I disagree with you even in the near term in the short run it could be an it could be a more convenient thing to do to lie to the people but in the long run i think the answer is always to actually stand for the truth and if you get into the specifics even of geopolitics this relates to the historical neocon neoliberal view of strategic ambiguity i would
2: be having a lot more fun (laughs) if vivek was on stage with with nimrata taking shots at her
10: strategic ambiguity it's a whole worldview that says you're going to actually be in a stronger position if you don't tell people what you're going to do. Actually, view it the other way. I think that if we have— I, uh, I
2: am upset that and CNN, CNN did that, not include you know, him. Well, we are
10: nuclear-equipped, and here's where we are. That's actually going to—if we tell a country that if you cross this red line, we're actually going to have major consequences to pay for it, that's more likely to actually avoid war than it is to actually engage in strategic ambiguity. And so it's just a totally different worldview from the traditional neoconservative neoliberal vision that I'm bringing, which is transparency at home, which actually translates to, you don't need the national security charade if your whole foreign policy strategy was also grounded in truth, in actually saying that this is what we're okay with, and this is what we are affirmatively not okay with. And here are the conditions under which we will blow you to annihilation because we have to, And if you cross that red line, we follow through and do it. But the rest of the time, we're not going to pretend like that's a possibility either. And so it's a total alternative worldview all the way up and all the way down. But it is grounded in, yes, absolute truth and transparency. And so that's what I'm going to bring. And if you think that that's dangerous, if you think that that poses risks to the future of our republic, then I'm not your guy. I'm not your candidate. But if you believe with me that in the long run, this is the way to respect the founding ideals of this country and to lead a country that is stronger over the long run for relying on truth, both in our foreign policy and our domestic policy, then I don't think there's anybody in this race who comes close to being able to deliver that in the way that I will. So that's what, that's what I offer. I
4: want to thank uh, Vivek for having us out,
2: and for thank everybody. Whoa, Tim Bull, we're wrapping up here.
4: That's hung out with us. We've got uh, a special members-only segment, VIP. We're going to be hanging out. Yeah,
2: they've, they've hit
4: like the two-hour mark. Conversation more. going for a little bit while longer. So head over to timcast.com, click join us, and in a few minutes we will have up a live feed, hanging out on the couch, talking a little bit more about uh, what's going on behind the scenes. And I want to say thank you to everybody who showed up here physically. Everybody who watched the show, you can follow the show at TimCast IRL. Everywhere you can follow me personally at TimCast. Make sure you smash that like button. Subscribe to this channel. But uh, let's, I don't know if you want the last word, so we should go around before coming back to you, Vivek, and we can have you Yeah, food. let's do that. And Luke, if you want to shout anything out.
5: Yeah, sure, if you
18: want to support me, you can on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. The phrase that I'm wearing right now was actually highlighted by Politico. And they were actually uh, showing a picture of my hat, but they conflated this issue with uh, conspiracy theories. And what happened with Jeffrey Epstein is not a conspiracy theory, it's a conspiracy fact. Independent media has been talking about it for years now, while the corporate prostitute Horse Free media has literally been covering it. We're um,
2: we're back over here on on CNN. Criminal actions by these. I, you can't call something a care. fact when you Neither don't have any facts.
19: ...released a detailed health care plan, so we want to give some, the voters here some insight into specifics of what you might do as president. Governor Haley, as governor of South Carolina, you chose not to expand Medicaid under Obamacare. Forty states, including this one where we are in Iowa, did expand Medicaid, covering more than 18 million Americans. As president, would
7: you allow those states to keep their expansions in place? Well, the first thing is we have to look at the fact that how can we be the best country in the world with the most expensive healthcare in the world? And so the way we're gonna deal with it is we're gonna open it all up from the hospitals, to the insurance companies, to the doctor's offices, to the pharmaceuticals, to the PBMs, make them have to show us everything. Because right now, I can tell you, we take care of my parents, they're 87 and 90. My dad is in the hospital right now. When my mom was in the hospital, a nurse came up to her to give her a couple of Tylenol. And she said, I don't need them. And she said, honey, you might as well take them because you're going to pay for them anyway. When we got the bill from the hospital, no one talked to us about that. Right now, you have insurance companies and hospitals deciding what it is for us. We're going to take the patient out of the back seat and put them in the driver's seat. We're going to make sure that just like when you get your car fixed and you go and they say we can give you a temporary fix, and it'll cost this much money or we can give you a permanent fix and it's going to cost that much money. We're going to go and make it transparent so that we can see everything so that they have to show us their warts. The second thing is we're going to pass tort reform around this country. I did that in South Carolina. Doctors don't give you those 10 tests because they want to. It's for the 90% chance they'll get sued. And then we're going to go and eliminate certificate of need in this country. I did that in South Carolina as well. That basically says if you have a hospital here, you can't have another hospital for X number of miles. They do the same thing for surgical centers, for nursing homes. We're going to put competition back in healthcare so that healthcare is fighting for the patient. That way services go Thank up you. and costs go down. Governor Haley, just a 15 second
19: point of clarification. Would you allow the states that accepted Medicaid expansion
7: to keep that? So the problem with Medicaid is it needs to be sent down as block grants. Governors can best decide how to do that, whether they need to use it towards mental health, whether they need to use it towards support services. Right now, I would send all of that down to the states. The problem is they're only sending a small portion of it. They need to send more of that so the states can better take
19: care of it. Governor DeSantis, your response on whether you would allow Iowa and the other 39 states who accepted Medicaid expansion to keep it?
21: Well, I've spoken with a lot of folks here in Iowa, and and we need health care that's accessible, uh, that's affordable, and that's accountable, and particularly an emphasis on mental health. In every corner of this state, everywhere I've traveled in the campaign, uh, people are really concerned about mental health. With the kids in schools, uh, people that are coming out of service to our country, with veterans, we're going to put a big emphasis on mental health. I've actually delivered on some of these things in Florida. Uh, we got accountability for the pharmacy benefit middlemen that are causing your drug prices to go up. So we have transparency and consumers pay less. And I just beat the federal government uh, to allow the state of Florida to buy prescription drugs from Canada, which is 25 cents on the dollar what our prescription drugs cost. I want seniors to be able to do. And hey, I wonder why. We need to upend this covid and medical authoritarian regime that we saw going around this country during covid it's wrong to force vaxes uh like the covid shot and say people are going to lose their jobs that is not going to ever happen on that
2: low possum god this is so boring
21: you block grant the program and then let states run uh, the way they see fit to do but i can tell you this Expanding Medicaid leads to less private coverage. It doesn't necessarily. Increase
2: Tim Hortons is the reason why they're care. in so much better health. People get good health They have cheaper so drugs.
21: It's about a sheet of paper if you don't get any good doctors.
19: Thank that you, gives Governor. you entitled for that. Governor DeSantis mentioned mental health. Let's talk about that. There is a mental health crisis in this country. An estimated 58 million Americans suffer from some type of mental illness. Governor Haley. I'm
2: suffering from, from depression health health right now, having to watch cancers. this.
19: That no one has dealt with. I
2: shouldn't what do you make that think joke. Is
19: causing the crisis, and what would you do to fix it?
7: Well, I think we saw it exacerbated by COVID. I mean, with the school lockdowns and everything else, we see young people now with more anxiety, stress, and depression than ever before. I've never We're had a
2: Tim Hortons. People
7: right now suffer from mental health issues, but if treated, that
2: a, a tutor's biscuit world. world.
7: The problem is we don't have enough mental health therapists. We don't have enough mental health treatment centers. We don't have enough addiction centers. And if you happen to be lucky enough to get one of those three insurance doesn't cover it. We have got to start dealing with this because it's become a huge issue and that's why we need to have more telehealth so that people can get the mental health care they need right when they need it. We need to have mental health counselors in schools so they can identify when a child has a problem that they can get the help that they need. But right now we've got to get access to care and that's again why I want to move those federal programs down to the state level because states know they need more mental health support. They're not getting the dollars to do it. We don't need D.C. bureaucrats handling that. We need this on the ground so that we can get the mental health centers, get the therapists, and get the help that people need so that they can be healthy again.
19: Governor, Governor DeSantis, you said right here in Iowa this summer that closing mental health institutions, a policy supported by Ronald Reagan was a mistake. As president, would you restore federal funding to those mental health institutions? Yes,
21: we need more people in institutionalized settings, unfortunately, Uh, but you know, uh, Governor Haley mentioned, I think correctly, the devastating mental health consequences for these school closures, a lot of things that happened during COVID. I never recalled seeing her out there fighting the fight. I was on the front lines on that. Governor Kim Reynolds was on the front lines on that. We fought back against the biomedical state. We were attacked by the media. We were attacked by the pharmaceutical companies. We were attacked by the left, attacked by Fauci. We stood and we helped people and Iowa and Florida had the best schools opening in the entire pandemic because we led that's what you want to do yes. now, in terms of mental health i've run into veterans here uh, in iowa and i think we have a significant problem with veterans uh, particularly the post 9 11 veterans and we know the stats on suicide um, it's really really sad and as a fellow veteran on as president i have to put that issue on the front burner we can't keep turning a blind eye to what's happening to our vets It's not gonna be done just through the VA, and it can't be done just by pumping people with pharmaceuticals. The veteran has post-traumatic stress, you need more than just that. So we're gonna use the VA to link veterans with resources that are throughout our country. For example, in Florida, uh, we have an organization that trains service dogs to be able to be paired with veterans with post-traumatic stress. They understand the symptoms, they mitigate it, and you know what? The suicide rate is close to zero as a result of that. We've got to think bigger than these bureaucracies, and we've got to be there for our vets and their mental health.
18: Thank you, Governor. Turning, turning to the topic of climate, 2023 was the hottest year ever recorded on Earth, and Americans are already feeling the impact. Just yesterday, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration reported that the U.S. experienced
2: 20% well, of weather
18: and climate-related disasters that cost at least $1 billion last year, another record. Governor DeSantis here in Florida, I'm I'm sorry, Governor DeSantis here in Iowa, massive flooding has left farmers underwater. Uh, In Florida, rising seas threaten coastal cities. You have taken action in your home state to mitigate the problems of rising seas. But as president, would you do anything to deal with the underlying cause, which scientists agree requires cutting carbon emissions? So
21: on day one as president, we take Biden's Green New Deal we tear it up and we throw it in the trash can. It is bad for this country. We have to have reliable energy. First
2: of all, what green new deal? they,
21: They talk about, Joe Biden has said that, that global warming is worse than a nuclear war. And I'm just thinking to myself, well, gee, John Kerry hasn't given up his private jet. Obama hasn't given up his Martha's Vineyard seaside mansion. I haven't seen Biden do anything to hold China accountable, except making sure that Hunter gets his money. So these guys talk out of one side of their mouth and then they behave in another way. And I think that's wrong. But I also think that those policies would devastate communities, particularly here uh, in Iowa. I mean, for example, he wants to mandate electric vehicles. Uh, That's going to be more costly. I think the car companies would go bankrupt, but it's going to hurt liquid fuels, which is very, very important. You're going to end up having rolling blackouts if they kneecap reliable energy production in this country florida's had a massive decline in emissions it wasn't because of a single mandate uh it was because of innovation because i'm totally
2: down to ban private planes we do have market do that
21: solar, and it's it's a compliment but we cannot walk away maybe not
2: private planes energy, but uh luxury about. jets. Here's
21: what the left wants to do Uh, They want to take away your freedom, and they want you to pay more for everything. We need you to pay less for energy. we're
2: not going to take away your single-engine Cessna. Uh, We
18: cannot have these mandates, and they'll be gone the day I'm president. So, Governor, just a point of clarification, 15 seconds. Uh, Recent research at the University of Iowa ties these floods in Iowa to the rise In greenhouse gases. And here's
21: the thing. Let me just ask
18: ask the question. As president, would you do anything? Flash
2: coming in here getting all commie on us.
21: Innovate. And here's the thing China is building two coal plants a week. You can do everything Biden wants to do, and you're going to have way more of what China's increasing it. So why would we be cutting off our nose to spite our face? China is the problem here, and so hold them accountable. I'm so
2: bored. Let's do, let's do gut filled.
18: Would you do anything to deal with the under... Feet? No, you haven't.
20: <laughs> Maybe they are beautiful. This is more
2: interesting.
20: I'm not going to argue about something that I have no evidence of. That's what they do. That's what they do. Okay? Exactly.
2: boy I- Behar may...
20: Are extremely and the attractive.
2: Foot fetish?
20: I don't know. <laughs> I I know foot fetish is a thing, and the people that comment on my Instagram, be like, "Show us your feet." It's like, well, now I'm never going to.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <I'm the laughs> now that way. I know
20: that it's something valuable, I'm not giving it away for free.
22: Exactly. <laughs> Emily, do you think she relies on people seeing her feet since she stopped seeing them years ago?
23: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they they might have you know, been looking at the top end and mixed it up. Look, I have two things to say. Number one, that any female who accidentally or, or just has their toes on a photo on a social media platform oh gets a billion foot fetish obsessors. Mm. So I feel like this is like watching Joy discover like the wheel for the first time. (laughs) and Everyone else is like, it happens to everyone, you idiot. And then secondly, if her feet are really beautiful, then it means she cannot dance at all. It means she's never done a day of like aerobics or any working out or any (laughs) dancing or any wearing pretty heels or anything. Because those are the kind of feet beautiful ones that have like just sat in armchairs their whole life, which Mm. I guess, there you go, probably likely.
22: pampered feet,
2: yeah. Lee What are your She's a comedian isn't she
0: <laughs>
12: <laughs> I've been trying not to listen to this segment I did come prepared I think that what's most most concerning is joyless Behar is causing a lot of uh, headaches, depression, and suicidal thoughts on the part of <laughs> her audience. Uh, that's probably happening a lot more frequently than foot fetishing. Uh, but I'm gonna kick this over to uh to Tyrus's <laughs> point, go back to this barf bag. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Tyrus, uh... listen, she's been sit- she's been sitting on her ass like Emily said for like fifty, what, seventy-five yeah. years? Yeah. Hundred. So of course her hoofs look great. <laughs> They're all shiny, you know, the, probably the same horseshoes that the original blacksmith from the Mayflower put on her. You know, like the only thing is she could maybe upgrade the bangs. This motherfucker talk about somebody else being fat. Holy shit. I know that's outdated. So so for her to sit there and talk about my feet. Like it's like cats invisible giant boobs yeah
20: <laughs> yeah I, I have to I have, I'm, I have them really strapped down right yeah. now i <laughs> want anyone to get jealous yeah they're
1: leaning on me come on man but yeah she's she, she looks like a busted magic the he the looked horrible in his last match not to brag yeah which means i have to
2: brag holy shit them
7: Them doing their job, but we have to have prosecutors prosecuting. We have to defund sanctuary cities. We have to get these these stolen guns and drugs off the street. And the only way we can do that is when we empower law enforcement. Governor no, DeSantis. I'm so hungry. That, that
21: quote from the president, former president Trump is a little bit rich because he was president during the worst rioting. In the modern history of this country that's what i said the summer of 2020 when i saw that happening in minneapolis in florida i called out the national guard we had state law enforcement deployed what, what
2: happened in, was in minneapolis, minneapolis
21: was a state you know what it didn't far right group he sat in the white house and tweeted law and order but he did nothing to ensure law and order as your president i will never let our cities burn you have well, i mean right to stop this runaway rioting as president. In fact, you have a duty. Now, uh, Nikki Haley and well, I- Not
2: entirely true. The Trump administration did crack down. They were snatching people up in unmarked vans. The death
21: of George Floyd- Happened. Be, quote, personal and painful for each and every American but people in Iowa had nothing to do with that or Florida or South Carolina. She was virtue signaling to the left. She was accepting the narrative uh, and she was- The system people who were never gonna like us. I never bought in to going after the police. We back the blue to Thank the Hilton you, state DeSantis. of Florida. Thank you, Governor we And we're, we're, we're about lower
7: crime as a result of Thank that. Thank you, Governor Haley. It's interesting that he did that. You have
2: gotta pee again. I'm trying to make it let to the end. You, I don't know if I can.
7: First of all, we had one of the worst
2: i don't know if i'm getting old and possibly having prostate problems or it could be backwards. the fact that i drank a hell of a we lot of coffee a horrific, and a glass of chocolate milk, milk right before the stream started a
7: church where a white supremacist came in and killed nine amazing and soldiers. a whole
2: glass of tea since i've been on blm
7: all of that we never had to deal with riots we never had to call in the national guard ron because when we had both of those shootings we were able to pull people together we didn't have riots we had vigils we didn't have protests we had prayer we brought people together when i said that about george floyd when we turned around and had the worst shooting in a religious place that we had seen in this country not only did I pass the first body camera bill in the country and keep our state together, not only did I move to bring the Confederate flag down, we came together as a state thank in you, prayer Governor. and we had no division, no riots, no thank anything. You. We didn't need the National thank Guard you, Governor. because a leader knows how to bring out the best of so, the people So, Thank go you,
18: Governor. It. So you have been sparring on the campaign trail for months. We've seen some vicious attack ads. Going back and forth, and tonight we have had a very lively debate. On a different note, Governor DeSantis, let me ask you, what do you admire about Governor Haley?
21: Well, look, I mean, I think that, um, you know, at the United Nations, um, I did think that she, she spoke out strongly on some key issues, and I appreciated that. I also appreciate uh, the state of South Carolina. My wife uh, is a College of Charleston graduate. Um, Her parents lived there for many, many years, and so it is a wonderful state. Uh, There's a lot of great people there, Um, and I think to be able to have been governor there is is a great achievement, and um, I uh, really appreciate everyone I've gotten to meet in South Carolina.
18: Governor Haley, what do you admire about Governor DeSantis?
7: I think he's been a good governor.
2: Okay. (laughs) Really?
18: So uh, we're gonna squeeze in another quick break.
2: Oh, no, that was kind of funny. More
18: ...from the uh, Republican debates here at Drake University.
2: Was that her way of sliding him? Like he actually made an attempt at some sort of human answer. Where is he walking off to? I don't think that's the end of it. We're on break over on Fox News. Yes, that's what she should have said. Flash, brilliant. We'll, we'll go We'll go back to Fox here. Oh, nope, wrong one.
22: us, says dog faces have evolved over 10, 000, tens of thousands of years to produce puppy dog eyes to make them more appealing to humans. So
23: it's all just a trick. It's okay. It's okay. Because it's all worth it to snuggle with a face that looks like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the beginning of evolution they had 66% fast twitch now 95% wolves have 25% for example <laughs> humans i would say or my kind of human that i look like have probably 95% fast twitch that's why i'm so expressive i uh, love it cuz i can communicate more with them oh. i know what they're trying to tell me all right it's weird if someone doesn't isn't not as expressive as i am at free
22: yeah i didn't hear any of that
23: <laughs>
22: tyrus <laughs> Okay, could this be a lot of this evolutionary theory is like reverse engineering? We love puppies. Our audience that doesn't believe cute. in evolution. Well, the cuteness was designed so we'd love
1: them. How do you explain then ugly people? Well, they, well, you know what? That's a good point. That's a good point because uh, babies are cute, so yeah. their dads don't kill them. Right, that's true. No, that's science. Yeah. And they have to look like the dad. So they have it's to the look big... like the dad, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All my kids were born with Mohawks. <laughs> so. But here's the thing. This is dumb. Dogs didn't evolve to be cute. Mm. We made them cute. No, that's true. We, they were once majestic, badass wolves and foxes and cool <laughs> like that. And we gave them recessive genes, so they have bug eyes, nose stuck up. They can't even have babies anymore without a C-section. Yeah. That wasn't evolution. It was a bunch of <laughs> up German scientists trying to make dogs cute. Like, it's true. My little dogs. No, that's not literally 15 minutes outside the door, they're eaten, they're free, they're out. We've, yeah. We've dumbed them down, we've changed their faces, we've given them big bodies with little feet. We are cruel as I
2: mean, there, there is some truth to that. It's true. You no know,
1: one evolves.
22: he's like small. pugs. Yeah. You know, Lee, it's a fa- I have a little French bulldog and he's a like Bulldog, yeah. He's, been, he's a Frankenstein monster is yeah. what I'm getting at. We cre- We created a mutation. Look at that! Aww. That's not natural. That was supposed to be a wolf. That was supposed to be a wolf. <laughs> now it's a, like a ceramic Hummel.
12: <laughs> I don't know what these dogs looked like, you know, ten thousand years ago, but you know, you bring up your point of your dog, or like, you know, Judge Janine drops off her dog at the groomer. Yeah. In like one hour, the evolution <laughs> that, that that your dogs
20: are are turning is far is more. Is Lee Zeldin
2: time. gonna try to do stand up comedy? My <laughs> cat. Right,
20: well. My dog makes the cutest faces when he does something bad. Right. Look at this. He's a yeah. puppy. He oh, that,
2: the that's plant. adorable.
20: How are we gonna be mad at that puppy? I can't. He's but, a... but he's not only knocked over the plant, he's also manipulative. Yes. Because <laughs> he knows he looks good.
22: Yeah.
0: So
22: cute. All right, we gotta move on. Don't go away, we'll be right back.
2: No. So no.
0: Congrats! They're they're
2: still on break over on CNN. Let's hope Fox News would take us uh, take us to the end here. Are they going to give like each candidate one minute? CNN is slightly behind. Might be five minutes left in the broadcast. about 25 seconds before we come back from break. Yeah, they may, they may give each candidate one minute as a closing statement. Audio back on. What? It was, it was a lot more fun when we had Trump early on. And this debate would have been way more fun if the VEC had been participating.
19: Iowa and the CNN Republican presidential debate. We now have time for closing
7: statements, and we begin with Governor Haley. First of all, I want to thank the good people of Iowa. Back just I
2: in time for, for the, the end. Months,
7: whether it's driving a combine or holding a pig at a, at a produce area, or whether it's the fact that we've met owners of bakeries and, and small businesses. You know, every one of them knows that we can't go through four more years of chaos and if it's donald trump there will be four more years of chaos and we can't be a country and just the truth on fire and go through four more
2: i fucked everything up i honestly don't know how to my like firefox has been Freezing up on me and shit. This is wild. Yeah, like the fucking... (laughs) Bowser is cracked. I pulled up my other browser in order to get an animal video, perhaps Gutfield's, uh, Gutfield's segment with uh, Cat Timp's puppy. That serves our animal video. Nope, I'm, I'm back. All right, let's get a let's get an animal video. And get the fuck out of here. This, this seems like this might be wild. Sorry, sorry to cut the debate short. We've got a story about cat. Saving a dog from coyotes.
3: Its tail, thanks to the family cat who scared off two attacking coyotes. News4's Caitlin Ogle shows us the video. This is
13: Little Oakley. She recently got her stitches out and she's back to her normal self. But she's alive, all thanks to her sister, Binks.
24: It was kind of inspired by it, quite frankly.
13: Oakley is a white dog. Binks, a black cat. They're polar opposites, but they're family. <laughs> This wooded backyard is Binx's domain.
24: She was a neighborhood cat just showed up when she was about two months old.
13: November 30th, while the family's big dogs were also outside out of camera view, Lane Dyer says he led the six-year-old Havanese out to go to the bathroom.
24: Out of nowhere was attacked by a coyote.
13: Then another coyote appears. But see that to the left? Well that's Binks saying not in her backyard.
24: Jumped down and scared him off is the craziest thing ever.
13: That gave Oakley enough time to run inside.
24: Cut her open. She was gushing blood, you know, from her chest and her side.
13: The Dyers rushed Oakley to the hospital. She was stitched up and her leg was put in a splint. Doctors telling family Oakley may lose the limb. Thankfully, it's still intact. But while waiting for her recovery, the Dyers tried to figure out what happened.
24: Thankfully, we had security cameras. We were able to go back and actually look to see what happened. It was inspiring to see
2: God damn our
24: little outdoor cat just jump at two coyotes that were attacking this little dog who she loves and
13: oh. run along. Now Oakley is back to her old self, doing tricks Check. Oh. Check. and eating treats while Binks keeps a watchful eye on the woods. And Edmund Caitlin Ockel, Oklahoma's News 4. The tried to figure out what happened.
24: Thankfully, we had security cameras. We were able to go back and actually look up
2: mid poop to see what
24: she, happened. She it was great to, to see just our little outdoor cat just jump at two coyotes that were attacking this little dog who she loves and run them off.
13: Now Oakley is back to her old self, doing tricks. Go
2: ahead, light one up. Tip oh, one back. He, he, he. It's all right to have a little up, fun before you hit the lives. sack.
13: In Edmond, Caitlin Oakle, Oklahoma's News. I'm Justin
2: Freakin'. We'll yeah. see you tomorrow night yeah. on, the on the Troll, Troll. Patrol.
3: Live. happened. It was between Waterloo and Bryant. And remember the Dyers